Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back for the West Coast Marathon Part 2. We're 100 miles and running right here on the Ryan Show FM. And don't forget that this show is brought to you by our friends over at Pirate Farms. For more details, visit them on Instagram at Pirate Farms, and you can take a further look into what they're all about. All the same stuff that we are, us avid listeners of this program. Now, without further ado, let's get this West Coast Marathon a-running. We'll be back. And we are back. TKK Radio, we are live again. Cool ending to the song. I don't know why the engineers put that in there. We'll have to ask the guy. I guess that was badass. I don't think it was boozy badass. That wasn't boozy, was it? I'm not sure. I don't think that was boozy. I digress. This is the Ryan Show FM West Coast Marathon. We have listeners from all over here tonight. It's a little bit later out in New York where Linnell and I are from. That's right. So how'd you get here, Linnell? Did you drive all the way here? I wish I could have. But Have you ever I, done that before? A road trip? No, New York but I, Cali? that's what I want to do. That's that's a, something that's on my bucket list. Is it? Oh, you're a brave clean. woman. You're yeah. a way braver woman than me. Mm-hmm. Let me tell I you. have patience, so. that's Well, I mean, yeah. that's why you do what you do. That's why you're here right now. That's right. So for 32 years, I had no idea how to dance. Wow. None. No rhythm whatsoever. Got married. Couldn't mm-hmm. dance. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. My whole life, people have said, Ryan, you have no rhythm. What's wrong with you? Your dance skills dissipated into me yes. through your Instagram page. I guess that's what they call the Linnell Wichard experience. That's right. It's infectious. It's infectious. Truly. And wow, what a what a legendary life that you've lived to get to this point to where you're flying out to yes. Los Angeles to get on our yes. show. We don't just normally have dance instructors on the show. That's right. Like You have a whole business model behind it that's very unique and very different and that's right we focus on entrepreneurs on this program because mm-hmm. we're in a recession right now right so that's right we got to find all these new ways to make money we have the internet we now have web 3 with this metaverse mm-hmm. so i've seen some of the craziest businesses emerge since covid not oh. just in the web 3 but here physically so that's you're you're one of these businesses that you that's you right. managed to take your talents and bring them to new york and the tri-state area customize it and this is without even an actual dance studio essentially right that's right that's so, right so I, I work out of different studios but i want to give a shout out to ps48q the david and dinkin school for community service in jamaica queens i've been there for nine years oh. i'm an assistant teacher there and i'm also the dance choreographer there you know and i've nice. choreographed all over the place but it's something about where because i lived in queens for many years of my yeah. life so it's always important to give back where you come from you for know certain. for so, certain unless you're from the hamptons they got enough out there. <laughs> they don't need any more i always make sure i give back where i come from and to see these children learn grow develop and excel is wonderful i've had students and children who've gone past me that dance with cardi b wow perform yeah, right. with rihanna I performed at the Super Bowl. I was one of part of Beyonce's performance. So it's, it's all- we got to get into all this, but but first we we also got to <laughs> take it back to how you're doing this right now. Uh-huh. And you mentioned these kids and how you're working with all these kids. Mm-hmm. They're dancing more than ever. I feel with TikTok, right? But it's these mm-hmm. 15 second, 30 second dances that it's more like sign language half the time. Do you think that TikTok <laughs> is good for these kids and their dancing abilities? Honestly. I feel like it's something that keeps them occupied mm. and something that keeps them engaged, but. Go out and take a class. You know, mm. take a class. If you can't take a class in person, take a virtual class. You know, because there's so much more that's out there. The the, the foundation of dance is ballet. Mm, you know, the foundation is. of dance is TikTok now. But now yes. they're you know yeah. switching things around. But you know what? I'm open to change. I'm not so traditional. I'm more 
you know, open to different things that's going on. So you have to spread your wings. If you don't want to spread your wings, you won't fly. That's true. You will not fly. So it's like, I feel like TikTok is, is, is cool. Yeah. And it's it's blowing up huge. It's like one of the huge most the hugest platforms for dance and just yeah. for everything. You can find restaurants, you can do everything on TikTok. But dancers, let me tell you something. Even though you're on TikTok and you, you may know how to dance or you may not know how to dance, let it just be something that leads you to your path. Yeah. You know, let it lead you to the path that you really want to go to. So for instance, if you see someone that's being an influencer on TikTok and you may not really know how to dance that well, but you know how to do other things, you look at what they're doing to see how you can go forth with your passion. That's what I did. You know, from Mm -hmm. a very, very young age. I love Lauren Hill. Rest in peace. I love Left Eye, Lisa Left Eye Mm -hmm. Lopez. Um, I've had the honor of meeting Rosie Perez at an all-star gala in New York City at Lincoln Center. And she complimented my dancing. And that meant so much to me because in Do the Right Thing, in the beginning, she started out with the Fight the Power dance. And nobody couldn't tell me I couldn't do that, you know. (laughs) So anything is possible. Oh, yeah. Anything is possible. Just live your dreams and never, ever give up. Whatever you believe in, put that first and you'll fly. Like I said, don't clip those wings. Don't hold them in. Spread them out and go forth. See, it's more than just dance instruction. I feel like mm-hmm. you're teaching them how to think on their feet, yes. how to experience life in a way that is more fulfilling. And that's the Linnell which I would experience. Yes, so, it is. So if I'm a student right now, not a student, just, you know, me, I'm trying to learn how to dance. What do I do? Do I find you on Instagram? Where can I okay. get, get things started? So if you would like to learn how to dance, you can find me on Instagram at L-Y-N-N-E-L-L-E-K-W. You can find me on TikTok at Linnell K. Wichard, L-Y-N-N-E-L-L-E-K-W-H-I-C-H-A-R-D. And I have a website. LanelleKWitchart.com So you can just hit me up If you want to have some private lessons If you want to intermingle with the students that I already have If you're just interested Hey, I see that you do a lot of gigs I'm interested in maybe I'm an experienced dancer I'm interested in a gig Hit me up and we'll work things out You know, especially adults too But especially for the youth Because like I said The youth are the people who's taking care of me when I get older So I'm going to take care of them now so hit me Hopefully up. they take care of us. I believe they will because I, I they, think that they will. T- I mean, I look at our generation. We need to do better sometimes. I feel yes. to our elders. And you know what? Our generation, we do need to do better. The youth, you need to do better too. But you know what? That's why people like us are here, so that yeah. we can spearhead and show them that look, you can do it. And we have to. We have to be better leaders. For sure, you know, and sometimes we put out, we stoop down to their level, and they don't have respect for us. I'm, we I'm have to worse. show I'm, them. I'm, I'm a kid. I'm doing the sturdy out there. I need to teach these kids how to do some old man dance moves. Right. So, what are, you, what are your thoughts on the sturdy? I think it's cool. I think it's cool. I know that um, a lot. Well, this summer, shout out to the YMCA NPS Forty AQ. We had a New York theme talent show yeah. at the end of the school year and they had a sturdy theme i love it <laughs> and they had the the teachers the the counselors come out and get sturdy the students come out and get sturdy it's it's cool it's some good leg um exercise it is you know i love watching old white people do the sturdy you know about this guy's like a weatherman in new york nick nick coaster i He's believe lit. his name is yes he can do anything anything he can do I mean, he is awesome, He's awesome, good. awesome. And he links up with some dancers that I actually do know out in New oh, York wow. City. So he's like the, the coolest of the coolest, the hippest of the hippest. And to see him do it, he's better than me. So, Nick, if you're out there, I would like to link up with you so you can show me a few things or Ooh. two because you are that great. 
We need you out here, man. We need you at those drill concerts. It's one thing to yes. be dancing on TV doing that sturdy. <laughs> I want to see you at a New York City drill concert. They get mm-hmm. they get crazy. They do. I feel like he would make it so much more lit. He would. Like he doesn't understand. They're paying everybody to show up anywhere now at these weed parties anywhere in New York. <laughs> that dude should be making a killing on the side, showing yeah. up at sturdy mm-hmm. in the drill parties. Mm-hmm. Little advice to him. But man, yeah, the state of dance. Because we talk so much about the state of music here and the state of business, but not enough about the state of dance. So overall. You say that they should go and get lessons. TikTok is not enough. Do you think that it's good for dance culture, though, in general? I feel like it's it is good exposure and like it's people like myself. I know that isn't uh, a great choreographer by the name of Danielle Polanco. Yeah, you know when she see she was in, in Omarion's video Touch. Okay, you know she has a class and she's big on if she sees something that's not right with the culture. Yeah, instead of her downing it, she has classes to fix it. Mm, see that's and maybe teach the way them to... the correct way to do things but you know it's all in fun mm-hmm. and like i said it keeps the children off the street it keeps them engaged yeah you know still some people that don't i've seen in my school that don't get along they'll come together for a tiktok that's very good point <laughs> it's bringing the kids together for yes sure. and some of the creepy adults right? uh, there's a lot of adults on there that shouldn't be unfortunately Let's be honest unfortunately usually the freakish ones i, I like like there's some crazy stuff going on, uh-huh. on tiktok right now uh, they're on there just for being ridiculous. Like, we had a guy on the Ryan show just this week. Okay. He was one, uh, what does he call himself? Uh, he's got no teeth in the front. He's making walrus noises. But he looks so crazy, and he's got his whole family. They're all from, like, Tennessee down south. Okay. People just want to see bizarre, Yeah, that, the internet is really known for that now. It is, especially TikTok. Yeah, TikTok it's known is for really that. encouraging mm-hmm. that. So, you know, we got to take a step back and look at these things sometimes. But you know what? I feel like it's entertainment, but we have to be careful with our entertainment because, you know, people are watching. Yeah. You know, precious, precocious minds are watching. And it's one thing to be good entertainment or funny entertainment, but you don't want some of the people that are coming up to think that this is the right way to do things, you know? You could look like a thumb when you get older. Lose uh, your teeth. And you'll be all right and you'll make you'll a million good. dollars. You'll be no. a Walmart feature, literally. But what they also have to realize, too, is social media is great. And a lot that's going on now with TikTok and Instagram is great. But what they have to know is some things I hope is here to stay. Mm. But from being alive 38 years, I realized that some things may be fads. So you don't want to go around doing what you see and then it fades out. And then you're left to pick up the pieces on your own. Have your own mind. You know, 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 know what you want to do. And if you don't know what you want to do, you know, go to your higher faith and pray about it. Go to your parents or seek what's inside of you. But don't mimic other people. Because sometimes the person that you see in front of the screen is not what was really behind closed doors. No. You know, at all. So you've, when you're out there and, you, and you're watching these people, if they're doing something that's generating wealth or income or something that you like, it's good to be inspired, but don't be a copycat. I like that. It's hard these days. It really is. It, it's hard, but this generation, I feel like, with technology and just with everything, they're much smarter than us. The things that I knew at 20, they know at nine. It's true. They know at nine months. Right. You got kids on their smartphones at nine months. I saw on Instagram. International calls. <laughs> right. I saw a baby on Instagram come out the womb and lift his head up. See that? Wow. Yes, I, I saw, saw that on too. Instagram. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. that was an angry looking baby. Yeah. I know the one you're talking about. Somebody <laughs> not even human that baby. Wow. Yeah, these kids are really different these days. Yes. My God. Yeah, he was doing a TikTok dance at five, 15 minutes old. Mm. <laughs> Crazy. But I wonder the direction. 
See, mm-hmm. like this is this is more than an interview. This is an experience, that's and that's right. why you've got to hit up Linnell. That's so right. You mentioned your social media plugs. You mentioned how they could get started with you. Yeah. But if they're in California listening right now or here on the West Coast, is mm-hmm. there any way that they can work with you? Maybe virtually? Yes, you can work with me virtually, and I'm always willing to come back out here and hold Ooh. classes. I wanted to do that, actually. If you look on my Instagram page, on my Facebook page, some years back, I wanted to start a talent agency out here because I'm also good and I'm a casting director. Yeah. So I get to... Um, Youth and adults into different gigs yeah. that may not have to do with dance. And I was going to start a dance company and a talent agency out here, like maybe like three or four years ago. So it's not off limits. It's not out of the window. But if you want to reach out to me um, about gigs here on the West Coast, just hit me up. I'm willing to come out here. I'm willing to have you come to New York City or we can do something virtually. If I know it, I'll pass it on. I love it. You might just uh, be taking a trip to the Hamptons very soon. And that, and I'm with it. I am 100% with it. I love to travel. I see I, that. I can't, can't believe you came all the way over here. It's amazing. We had to take over this entire we station, had honestly. To, we had to because New York does it big. We do. We're huge. Yeah. And we the, are huge. We, yo, this is a Yankee year. <laughs> this is the year of the Knicks. Right. Well, maybe not. No, don't nah, say that. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm trying here. I'm, okay. I'm, to be honest with you, I'm a Clippers fan. Oh, okay. I know. You had to hear, I was embarrassed on the streets of L.A. last night. Oh, I had the audacity wow. walking around saying Clippers or Lakers, and what do you think they said? They said Lakers. Lakers. Yeah, they, they shamed me. I was Clipper shamed. Wow. Fan shamed last night. Yeah, horrible, horrible. Wow. No one talks about that. You're allowed to, you know, you're not allowed to be racist. You're not allowed to be sexist. You're not allowed to be transphobic. But you can just bash somebody for being a, a sports. Yeah, team I fan. don't like that. I hate it. That's, that's Although, cool. unless you're a Red Sox fan, in which case, totally uh, racist against you. Is that the word? <laughs> no. Don't what's the word? That. What's the what, what's the fanist? I'm fanist yeah, against the Red Sox. That's the word. Okay. okay. All right. So before we get canceled, mm-hmm. we're gonna go to a quick break and play some music. It was an honor having you on. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity. Don't forget the Lanell Richard experience. I've been around. I'm around now, and I'll be around forever. You're not going nowhere. No, I'm not going anywhere. Even if. I, I'm old and I pass on. I'm going to always leave my legacy around for more people to come around and have an experience. The Linnell Wichard experience. Thank you very much for having me. And if you are listening, like she said, go follow her on Instagram. Message her. She's easy to find on there. Yes. And uh, one more time, let's just plug the Instagram. That's the Instagram the is Linnell KW. L-Y-N-N-E-L-L-E-K-W. Thank you very much. Dance away, folks. To this music, we got some Dr. Dre coming up. After Uh-oh. all, we are in the West Coast Marathon. That's right. Let's get it going. This is the Ryan Show FM. Hey. And we will be back. Let's go. Hello, folks. If you're anything like me, you're probably not very cultured. And when it comes to hanging up art on the wall, you don't know where to begin. Well, look no further. MasachiArt.com has exactly what you're looking for. Jimmy Masachi is one of the few humans on Earth that can capture that urban hip-hop energy and turn it into a painting. Take it from me. I have it hanging on the walls in the Hampton, scaring the hell out of people. Don't believe me? Go to MasachiArt.com. And right now, enter in a chance to win some free Masachi Art hoodies by going to the Ryan Show Instagram story and at MasachiArt on Instagram for more details. Now let's get back to our regular schedule programming hello friends we are back this is the west coast marathon the ryan show fm presses forward and what better guy to bring in with me than one that well originally is from ohio but now he's down in florida barely hanging on my god the videos that i've seen on his facebook i'm genuinely worried for the man i'm surprised he's still here to tell the tale jimmy masachi is back on the ryan show fm welcome to the west coast marathon how are you brother what's going on buddy it's been a You're- while man nice to be back on you look good and dry. 
Yeah, I'm good, man. You know, had a little wet spell there. <laughs> Wild. So to the audience that is uh, just tuning in here to the West Coast Marathon, Jimmy Masachi, the artist, the renowned artist. Boy, have you become renowned over the years. Uh, you barely made it out of that hurricane down in Florida. Tell us, what was that experience like, man? Look crazy. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I've been in Florida uh, on and off the last 13, 14 years, and I've been through a couple of hurricanes, you know, nothing major, 70, 80 mile an hour winds, like any, I guess, really bad storm. But mm. uh, this time it was a little different. Uh, my my girlfriend's parents uh, wanted to stay at their property and my girlfriend calls me and she says, well, I'm, you know, I want to go there and be with them and we're not, you know, we're not going to leave. And so I said, all right, well, I'll be down. So I came, I left Ohio. <laughs> And you can't let Florida. your woman be your downfall, Jimmy. <laughs> almost died saving her parents. Wow. Okay. So you go down there to save her parents and then what? Yeah. Uh, so then, you know, like we were just kind of hanging out and it was like 4.30 ish on Wednesday. And like it, we were, we were just starting to experience like the real edge of the, the eye wall. Cause we were in like Fort Myers close to Sanibel. So if we would have been in the eye wall, we would have been fine because you don't get storm surge in the eye wall, but we were like mm. a quarter mile on the on the southeast side of it which is a gnarly place to be because you know they go counterclockwise so it was actually shoving all that water up uh, you know on shore so I, you know i've heard about the storm surge many times and and i honestly was like you know the media must use that to scare everybody to death because it sounds deadly and then all of a sudden i actually experienced it but uh, the long story short is as soon as the water started coming into the house we um we got trapped on the second floor and That's what I saw. It looked like you were trapped. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We were trapped on the second floor for about 17 hours for the water to recede. But uh, what an experience. I mean, the 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 rising water, like the how it just kept swallowing steps was a very suffocating feeling. For People sure. People forget the power of water until you're surrounded in it. You know what was terrifying? Seriously, like the, the worst part was that like inside the house, you know, maybe there was like six inches of water at first. Mm. But when you looked outside there was like two feet of water, like waiting to get in. It was like around the house, like all the windows were still intact. All the sliders were intact. And it was basically like being on the, you know, like putting a glass on the inside of an aquarium. Like the water was, you know, just, you know, coming in. That's karma. All those hours spent at the aquarium looking at fish. (laughs) That is nuts though. To think of the destructive powers of water, how it brings so much life, yet it, literally ruins everything it touches it was there long enough yeah it was unbelievable i mean it's incredible power incredible so jimmy you've made some serious moves in the world of art and what's so unique about your style of art is not just that it's controversial because there's other controversial artists out there but you found a way to connect the hip-hop culture with art and it's a natural thing i don't know if it's something that you meant to do but you can just see along your journey, you keep running into rappers, making art with rappers. So where did your journey with hip hop begin? Um, well, I, I mean, I honestly, you, you kind of had a, you know, a piece of that um, beginning because right around the time that I, I met you and Mr. Cheeks and Hampton Dave, uh, that's about the time that I was like sort of crossing over from like kind of unknown to like emerging, I guess mm. you would say. So it was like, it was you, um, guys like uh, Michael Blanco. He was very instrumental uh, with, you know, with propelling my art career. And, um, there was, there's just been, I guess, a series of like domino moments. You know, I, I can't really pick them all out, 
but it's just been like a series of moments ever since really New York, honestly. That's where it kind of got spawned. Well, New York rappers tend to just gravitate towards it with E. Yeah. Eric Sermon loves your art. Yeah, I feel really good. Um, you know, there's a lot of people who own my art that that are in that in, you know, our culture, so so to speak. Well, I call it like the urban culture because, you know, we all love that that sort of style and, and, and that genre of things. So, you know, that's what I know about and that's just how I grew up. So it's just what I I guess what I display. Plus, I th- I think the hypocrisy and you know doing all that stuff is really fun. You know, turning the yeah. logos, you know, on themselves or, you know. Yeah, that's crazy. So when you first started creating art, did you know that it was that it, you were going for that approach to create controversial art? Because I feel like you've kind of always been a character, so it's kind of like a natural <laughs> thing for you to ruffle some feathers. Yeah, I mean, it is kind of that way. I think, well, I always say I, I do the art that I want to see, not the art I want to sell, per se. Uh, you know what I mean? I like, like that. yeah, I make the stuff I would hang on my wall. You know, and I'm, mm. I'm not going to make something that I wouldn't hang, you know, in my opinion. So I and guess you know, it's so easy for, you know, everyone's always talking and talking and stuff, you know, and it's easy for everything to go in one ear out the other type thing. But when you go to an art museum or you go to a show or an exhibit or a gallery and you just see, you know, maybe seven, eight pieces by one artist, you could start to kind of see a little window into their mind. And I think that's like the coolest thing about art because it allows you to, to make up your, you know, as I say, it's my job to create the art. It's up to you to figure out what it is, mm. you know, what's it mean lot. to you. Each piece, there is a lot to interpret. So if you're listening Thank right you. now on the radio, Go to Masachi Art on Instagram to get a taste of what Jimmy Masachi has going on. And it's MasachiArt.com. What's the uh, what's the website now, Jimmy? It's M-A-S-S-A-C-C-I. And then that's just art, you know, after that, obviously. But yeah, it's M-A-S-S-A-C-C-I. And we are doing a conversion right now just into my name, which is JamesMasachi.com. But, you, but both URLs go, go to the same page for now. All right, Chris. So everybody can kind of see what's going on. We're going to go to a quick break. In this time, we're going to play one song of your choice, and we're going to leave it up to you. Who's your favorite rapper that owns a piece of your art? We're going to play one of his songs right now. Oh man, well you're putting me on the site on the spot there, my man. Ooh. We got to do that. That's what I'm here for. I know. I'm trying to think, man. Who? Um, I mean, really, Killer Mike probably is is one of my favorite rappers from Run the Jewels, and he has a four by five uh, in his home uh, of mine right now, actually. So I'd say Killer Mike from Run the Jewels, man. Run the Jewels here on the Ryan Show FM. Jimmy Masachi in studio. The West Coast Marathon continues 100 miles and running. Don't go nowhere, folks. We'll be back. have returned this is the west coast marathon and we ain't stopping anytime soon god damn it tkk radio 98.1 fm boston hit fm calabar 95.9 fm nigeria we love you way more than these silly americans addicted to tiktok at least get on instagram like the good people of nigeria <laughs> god damn it this is ryan Renell mic'd up with jimmy masachi renowned artist he somehow managed to connect hip-hop and art and he's done it in a non-culture vulture way we could take our hats off. I take my hat off. My hair wasn't so horrible, Jimmy. I've seen your hair. It's actually spectacular. It's, it's basically no, basically if if Will Smith, if uh, Will Ferrell's hair and uh, was Sean slapped Penn's, by Will Smith. No, Sean Penn's hair, but from Carlito's way. 
That, you're all you're right there. I think you're you're almost right there. Like that's money, bro. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like the uh, Jewish coke dealing attorney haircut from the <laughs> 1980s that you'd find out. No, Miami. it's fabulous, bro. It's wild. It's like you. It's a good it matches your personality, buddy. I do appreciate it. See, he's a humble guy, Jimmy. He's a nice man. And you wouldn't be able to tell sometimes by his art. Sometimes that art ruffles some feathers. Jimmy likes to keep things controversial. I hope everybody went to MasachiArt.com or JamesMasachi.com. That's M-A-S-S-A-C-C-I to get a glimpse into the mind of Jimmy Masachi. There's a couple pieces that really stood out to me. The first was the Muslim mother clenching her Muslim baby. I think they're Muslim. They're, they're wearing masks, but they could be terrorist masks. I, I guess it's a matter of interpretation. Yet they're clutching AK-47s and Gucci bags. And she has a halo above her head, which I don't know if they have halos in the Muslim religion. So I don't know what the hell's going on. Jimmy, can you help me further understand this piece? No, I think you just explained it pr completely accurately. <laughs> And, and it's called we really wow that's great but it's 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 called we protect what's important right yeah and it's a it's a mother holding her baby her Louis Vuitton bag and an AK forty seven that is a very scared looking baby there too you can see in the baby's face so when you're creating your art do you hand draw these pictures or is this I always wondered that with your art if it's if it's hand drawn or if it's somehow animated or cut and paste or is there a secret to this you can't let us know uh no there's i mean so so some of the stuff i do has to be done uh like you know on traditional canvas in the actual studio mm. uh but when i travel um it's it's so much easier for me to do you know art digitally so I, I actually do both and and in today's world i mean you know for the most part digital art is respected i mean it's not you know i mean banksy does a lot of stuff digitally and you know, Mr. Brainwash, all those guys. So. It's the future. At least yeah, and you know, saying. honestly, it's it, it's um, it's difficult to do a piece of canvas art, take a photo of that piece of canvas art, and then transfer that into a digital format, and then put that on clothing and have it come out crisp. And you know what I mean. So as uh, as you know, my team and I transferred more into the clothing and 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 putting my art onto actual apparel, it became evident that doing it digitally was a, a lot better for, for, you know, the platform that we were going to go after. Totally makes sense. Cause yeah. not a lot of artists have a real grasp on the internet and how to use it for marketing, Instagram, Facebook. And that's another thing that really stands you out from other artists. I mean, I know some guys that are very quote unquote successful artists, but you were able to leapfrog past them due to your knowledge of the internet, not just obviously a great talent, but, but the marketing has a lot to do with it too, Jimmy. Yeah, it does. I, I mean, I feel like, so, so it's a whole combination of things. I mean, it's, it's like any, it's like any industry. It, you could go on SoundCloud and everyone could use your song for TikTok, And, you know, all of a sudden you're, you're a superstar. I mean, that could definitely happen, but I think the, the artists that I see that, that maybe have a different style or a different craft, that's really awesome maybe they don't maybe they don't pour enough into themselves you know for whatever reason maybe it's just simply financial you know makes sense and, and yeah because obviously any artist whether it's visual or or you know audio you need exposure and exposure costs money in today's world it's probably never been more expensive it's true you have to and pay it's... to play you know you have to actually get out there and use your money to support what you think you can do 
And, you know, even if it doesn't happen that way or, you know, initially, the whole point is to put out a consistent product and eventually people will catch, you know, on to what you're doing and it'll either be, they'll see, they'll see the message or they won't, you know, and for the ones that do, I hope I have a following of very uh, intellectual, you know, people who enjoy some sarcastic humor and get it, I guess that'd probably be an easier way to say it. Yeah. I mean, but, do you yeah. ever have any backlash? Have you ever had an angry viewer of your art reach out to you? How do you handle something like that? Yeah, uh, some people talk smack, I guess, you know, on social media, you know, and it's weird too, because you don't really get heckled by, by people who are non artists. You get typically heckled by other artists, which has always been strange wow. to me. Yeah. And I think it's just, you know, it's, they're not getting the results that they want with their life or whatever. So it's easier to, to hate, I guess, or whatever. Well, what kind of hate do they give you? Uh, well, people say, oh, you are a knockoff uh, Banksy or you're trying to duplicate what maybe has already been done or this or that or, you know, I mean, whatever comments people say, I don't really, mm. I kind of just have tunnel vision. I mean, you know how it is in our industry. If you, if you let people's comments get to you, you, you might as well go get a nine to five and stop. Oh yeah. They're brutal. Yeah. It's really mean spirited people. Well, yeah, I I love mean, them you can hide behind a keyboard and yeah, I mean, listen, if you have a bunch of people who don't like you, that's because you have a bunch of people who do. Yeah, man. Look, I get <laughs> I it. mean, it, it is that way. You know? <laughs> I, I remember seeing people angrily typing away, leaving comments. Part of that part of that world was fun. I mean, look, I get it. It's kind of interesting now to see people on Twitter. It's brutal. It's a war zone. It's no whole part. I mean, yeah, you know, and and so that's why I'm saying I kind of like to let, let, let the art talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't really go to Twitter and I don't go to TikTok and all that. And I'm not like, you know, hating on that. That's what people use, you know, for their platforms. It's just not really something that I engage in much. In regards to their attacks on your originality, doesn't really make much sense to me. Anyone that goes to MasachiArt.com, that's M-A-S-S-A-C-C-I-Art.com, can see that it is a lot different from Banksy. I'm looking now at the Beyond Petroleum piece. Yeah. It's such an awesome piece of art how you took the bp logo in the middle like the japanese red sun and now my interpretation of this person to me it looks almost like jesus with a crown of or, thorns or could could be a virgin mary could be oh is that mary. is it the vir or maybe she's not a virgin at all but she's Never covered know. in oil she is actually melting oh is she melting she's melting i'm melting wow what a trip <laughs> yeah, yeah. So now a piece like this, can you get it on your wall or would people purchase this digitally as an NFT and hang it in their metaverse somewhere? Uh, I was very successful actually with my um, first NFTs, but right now I haven't been focusing on that area and not for any other reason other than I just have a lot of other things that are before that. Mm. So typically what we try to do was give each person who likes the art a, a, a multiple um, tiered buy-in point. So obviously you could buy everything from a $19 print all the way to, you know, an original painting. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So that's why Options. we gave so many print. Yeah. So if you go there and all the prints are limited edition, we do uh, sets of 250. So when you get, nice. if you buy a print, when you get it, it will be numbered. It will have a certificate of authenticity, uh, things like that. Love it. I love the approach you're taking to make money. That's one thing that we try to put an emphasis on here on the Ryan show FM entrepreneurship. I love seeing yeah. people hustle, not selling their soul and finding ways to monetize their art. 
or their talent or whatever it is. It's a beautiful thing. So, Mr. Masachi, I'm, uh, you know, I'm thinking here, the piece of uh, clothing that you're wearing, it's uh, plain, yet it just stands out. I don't know if it's the name that's the branding behind it, but you really have done a swell job with the clothing and moving into the uh, merchandise lane. So what Thank was you. your, yeah, man. So, so in terms of creating clothing, is there like a, a particular person or influence that you've had in terms of your fashion? Uh, honestly, not really. Again, I, I think it's kind of like the art thing. Like I make the clothes I want to wear and I, you know what I mean? Like I just make yeah. the stuff I'd rather wear, you know, I've been promoting, ah, okay. you know, all the other brands my whole life. So it's just, yeah. it's really fun to wear stuff and have people respond to it. You know, where'd you get that? What is that? Wow. You know, that's pretty offensive or, you know, yeah, but you know, not in a rude way. It's not like it has vulgar language on it or whatever. My art's offensive because it's true. So if yeah. you go look at it, you can see for yourself and judge for yourself. You could drop me a comment on a piece of art, good or bad. I take all comments, you know, constructive criticism is good, you know, but I'm an artist. I still won't care what you say. So. I know a lot of people that have tried to create clothing companies and failed. It's not the easiest business to get into. What are the biggest difficulties that you face so far? Inventory is, is always a, a challenge because anytime you go into a, a clothing brand, you have to weigh out how you're going to attack your inventory. If you know, you buy a, you buy a couple thousand t-shirts and everybody wants small and you thought everybody would want large. Now you're sitting on larges that you maybe couldn't sell or this or that. So we, we took a different approach to it uh, with how, how we're working it. And it seems to be going really well for us. The, the quality is really, really high. Like my shirts are like buckle quality type shirt. I mean, they're, you know, they're super soft. Uh, they're very durable. The, you know, all the art on it is, is crisp. You can see everything fine. Our hoodies are really warm and soft and, and, and like heavy. They're dense hoodies. You know, yeah, yeah, so. just it's it's great, not just good looking, but it's great quality clothing. So it's once again just a, a testament to the entrepreneurship that you exhibit with your brand, not just with the art in general. So, man, Jimmy, I got to take the hats off to you, man. We got to give people their roses. Unfortunately, the world lost uh, an artist today. We were making, I, I wouldn't I even say jokes, up, yeah, but it's I woke a, up and read that early. It's unbelievable, unbelievable. Rest in peace, take off. It's a sad day here for the West Coast Marathon. You know, we were just running so fast. We were actually, war I was warning other rappers. I said, guys, anything can happen at any time. It's warning DJ Resnate. I said, Resnate, just because you're some white guy from the suburbs doesn't mean you're safe. It's a dangerous occupation being a rapper. It really is. I mean, you know. Yeah, man. Do you ever feel the same fears as an artist or as a celebrity in general? You know, even guys like John Lennon are being killed out there. There's artists and and creators all the time killed for absolutely no reason, just for just because there there's haters out there. Do you ever worry about anything like that, Jimmy? As you get more famous, uh, I do. I mean, you are, sorry to interrupt, you know, but you're, you are very controversial. I mean, there could be many groups of people that are after you. No, so I did a I did a painting one time that said, uh, "Welcome to Chicago." See it like a local, and it was just the the front of a pistol. I mean, I got like so many, so much hate mail for that. I got like literal death threats. They said, if you ever come to Chicago to do an art show, you're not going to leave the city. And, you know, so, yeah, I do. I do worry about that because, you know, it is like that today. Like you do kind of have to, you know, worry about that. But at the same time, I also rode, ride like 
my bike and that without a helmet when I was a kid. So I'm a little bit on the older school side. So, you know, I'm going to stay true to who I am and whatever, I guess, you know, whatever that's the universe it. has in store for me, that's what, that's what's going to happen anyway. I hope you still got that bicycle helmet, Jimmy. <laughs> and you know, one thing we talk, we talk about all these haters, right? We talk about these uh, invisible haters, these people online, these creatures living in their parents' basements, leaving comments. But what about celebrities and people that you might've seen in real life? Has there ever been any type of ordeal? Cause I imagine being an underground artist, you must be running into some types of difficulties without big major backings, anything like that ever go down. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. There's been a couple of times where I got, you know, sort of stuck, I guess, if you will. Um, yeah. I mean, to name a few, uh, Teresa from Jersey housewives. Oh Teresa, no. Yeah, Judas, yeah. She shafted you, huh? Yeah, but she did. She made good and, and, and it all worked out in the end. Um, okay, good. Well, yeah, which is to say that I got my art back from her. But uh, <laughs> oh no, so it was I could only imagine. Yeah, yeah, but but I mean, you know, it is what it is. She's who she is, and she's true to the game. I respect that. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, there was a, a time when um, I did a piece for E forty actually, and wow. I had it pretty much done. I mean, it was like ninety eight percent, and I had uh, done a bunch of research, and you know, I. I actually told him when I was on the phone with him, I used to ride my bike in 86 to go get your tapes. So it was like, you know, such a thing to like be making a painting for this, you know, this guy that I, I grew up listening to and idolized yeah. for, for his style. Cause he was so unique. So anyways, I did a bunch of research and I incorporated all these personal things into the painting about his life. And then we had a, a talk, like a 15 minute conversation about the art. And he wanted me to change a couple things because of where he was hanging in the house. You know, I like, there was like, not necessarily a cuss word, but I can see you're going to put it in your living room. You want it to be polished, you know, a little more polished. So I made the couple adjustments. And from then I've, I've contacted, you know, our go between a couple times and hadn't heard back. And then I actually reached out to Drupiter, which is his son. And he acknowledged that I reached out to him and said he would check with his dad. And then I didn't, I never heard back from it. So heard back from him. So I do have a, a four foot by four foot sweet portrait of E40 in my studio right now. As a dartboard, hopefully. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to like say nothing bad about him because I do respect him as an artist, but who doesn't? We love E40 here. Yeah. I mean, 40 is good, you know, no hard feelings, but for whatever reason, we just, I don't know what really happened. But anyway, I did make a dope painting of him. <laughs> wow. So there yeah. is a story I had to ask. I had to ask. Jimmy, there's a lot of people that are wondering where they can find you. To those that just tuned in, where can they go to see more of your artwork? Uh, you can go to my Instagram, which is Masachi Art. That's M-A-S-S-A-C-C-I-A-R-T. Or you can go to my website, which has basically all the clothing and merchandise and things that we've been discussing. Um, that's jamesmasachi.com. And that's M-A-S-S-A-C-C-I. And we've got some specials, uh, some contests that we're running on our Instagram page. We might as well let the people know we're doing a nice giveaway for every single person that follows both The Ryan Show, at The Ryan Show, and at Masachi Art on Instagram. You will be entered in a chance to win millions of dollars of crypto worth of, uh, worth of what is it, I guess, uh, what, what exactly comes in the package there, Jimmy? Uh, not millions of dollars of, of anything. Actually. I'm sorry, mi millions of crypto, millions worth in crypto. That's that's what I'm saying. Oh, is that like, what it is? Like millions of Shiba Inu. It really is the equivalent of about $200 USD. 
Yeah. So, so yeah, we're doing a contest right now for, for all the fans to give away a nice thick hoodie for the winter. It's getting cold out mm. and uh, we're going to give away a backpack as well. So it's kind of a combo deal and it's about a $200 value. Awesome. And yeah, so there is a, there is some steps to this process. I mentioned that they have to follow the Instagram page, go right. to the story to see the other steps to it. You're going to have to leave a review, a couple reviews. That's all we're going to say. So we're going to start by following our Instagram pages. The rest of the uh, details for the contest will be there. Who doesn't want $200 worth of Masachi art? You'd be an absolute madman not to go and do it. Yeah. This is the West Coast Marathon. Jimmy Masachi's in studio, and we are pressing forward. This is a four-part marathon, Jimmy. That's a whole lot of radio, my brother. No problem, man. We're here for long haul. That's it. We ain't going nowhere, and you shouldn't go anywhere either. This is the Rancho FM. We'll be back. Let's go. Hundred miles and running. This is the West Coast Marathon. You're tuned into the Ryan Show FM, a syndicated broadcast. If you're listening in Africa, we appreciate you more than these lousy Americans. Let me tell you. But that's not for here nor there. Tonight we have our DJ, one of the DJs of old. This is one of the OG Ryan Show DJs. He's been part of our team since, what, 2017? You're familiar with DJ Resident, ain't that right, listeners? Give it up. The DJ uh, is back in the building. Resident, how are you, brother? Good, bro. How you doing? Fantastic, man. Just enjoying my time in Los Angeles, this West Coast Marathon. It's uh, cross-continental, transcontinental. Right. We're giving trans right. a whole new meaning around here. I've never been to Cali. I definitely want to check it out. I've never been there before. It's worth it, man. Sick. Hell yeah. You having fun? It's worth it. Oh, my God, for sure. Dude, what's great about California is that think about anything that you get in New York and just double the price. But it's right, in a right. warmer environment. Right. So is it's it, worth you, it. Well, do you get what you pay for? or Except for the gas. Except, Except for the, okay. the gas is the same okay. thing, but it's twice as much. Right. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, I got to check it out. You got to get from A to B, though. Resonate. Right. Not a lot of people know that you're a musician. I mean, they know you're a musician. They know you're a DJ. We know you're versed when it comes to playing instruments. We've had you on the show. You've talked about it. But I don't think anybody knew you had bars. I don't think anybody knew you could actually rap. Right. I, I kind of kept it on the low for a long time. You know, uh, when I was when I was in high school, I, st I started uh, writing a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a little bit. But I never really pursued it because at the time I was uh, heavy in like rock. You know, I was in a rock band in high school, mm. you know. But then like, you know, I just, you know, I, I was what is, what is all this hubbub about, you know, hip hop? You know what I mean? So I, I it just sounds I, like you're, you're very like Linkin Park influenced. Yeah. Yeah. Linkin Park, uh, Eminem, uh, 50, you know, uh, Dre, DJ Premier, Alchemist, Mob Deep, you know, pretty much gangsta mixed with like, you know, I guess I guess you can say Metallica and Lincoln Park, you know, or Red Hot Chili Peppers, you know. We had you on the show, and we learned a little bit more about your personal life. It hasn't always been easy for you. No, I've, I've been through some shit. I've been through the ringer, you know. So that's why I, you know, I kept the thought that you know there's light at the end of the tunnel, and I feel like if if things do pop off for me, then it's like more it's it's uh that much more ins inspirational, you know what I mean? And how story. has that impacted your music? Some of the struggles that you've been through. I, well, like, like, a lot, like they always say, you know, uh, whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger, kind of thing. You know what I mean? So I feel like uh, it gives it gives me more credibility to what for, to what I write about. 
Yeah. And I feel like I have a lot more to write about because of what I've been through, you know, and, and also uh, for people like kind of like with Eminem, how, you know, people can relate to my story and everything, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are highly influenced by music. Are you ever worried about the negative connotations that could come with some of your music? There's a lot of rap that causes a negative influence. Do you ever worry about any of the impact that your work or lyrics may have on the youth? Uh, honestly, I don't know because I don't write anything that's that's really negative. You know, like you know, I I, I try honestly. I, I honestly I want to incorporate like you know I want to use my music as a platform to spread awareness about all the bullshit that's going on in this world. That oh, not, this not... is FM radio resonate. You cursed oh, twice already. Oh, did I, oh, the my... hell's wrong with you, dude? <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. No, it's not, that's that, this is media training one on one, aka the Ryan right. Show FM. Crazy. My bad, dude. Oh, please. Totally forgot. There's worse things that have been said on this program, yeah. let me tell you. Okay, okay. No, but what I was saying is, uh, you know, the BS. Okay, BS that's, that's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Behind the scenes and, and causing all the problems that I we mean, have. do you worry about being murdered? Rappers are uh, being killed everywhere. I well, look I'm at not... a guy like you and I think, <laughs> my God, you could be next. Well... <laughs> I do, I do worry a little bit, but like I'm, I, I become, I become like a heavy, like born again Christian. Like I've always had uh, a heavy. So the I've power a, of Christ protects you. I don't know, protect. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I think I'd, I'd say so. You know, I've been, there's been a lot of close calls in my life. You know, where things could have happened, and you know, but uh, also, you know, I have guardian, but like you know, guardian angels and everything. I believe too. You know, but uh, as like, long as there's no devil on your shoulder that comes with it, I'm all for it. No, there is, there is. <laughs> uh oh, the monkey on well, your back. Yeah, you know, but that's that's what everybody. Everybody has to, uh, you know, fight that, fight that. You know what I mean? Not everybody. I know some goody two shoes out there, but maybe that's their problem. Right, right. Maybe the problem is that they have no problem. They they need to live a little, you know. <laughs> that's what I always say. Right, I resonate. Right. You know how to live a little. I noticed that you're throwing some lit ass parties on Long Island. Tell us more about your new event you're throwing every Saturday night in Ronkonkoma. Where is it? It's it's uh it's Ridge, uh, and Ridge, actually, yeah, Ridge on Long Island. You know, uh, I'm doing it Wednesdays now too, and uh, it, it's it's getting bigger and bigger every week. You know, so Wednesdays and Saturdays is at a place called uh, Misfits, and you know everybody's cool, everybody has a great time. You know, I provide the the tunes, you know, and and uh, there's great specials, and you know, I'm, it's my it's my night. So me and me and my boy uh, Gallo, you know, John Gallo, he he bartends, and you know, we're trying to build it up to into like a as big as possible, you know, and it's, it already is pretty big already, you know, so. What's the secret behind controlling yourself behind that mic? I know there are times you just want to get up and start spitting at these parties. I saw I, recently I, that you that you gave in to those temptations. Did, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't even planned or anything. This this other uh, dude, was like, uh, he was like, you know, uh, let me uh, let me hop on the mic and freestyle. So, uh, you know, I, I was like, all right, you know, and he, and he did his thing. And I was like. Let me let me do let me throw some bars out too while while we're at it, you know. <laughs> Why not? How much practice do you put into freestyling? I don't. I, well, it, you know, you know the difference between the free there's freestyles and you know like the literal term meaning off the dome, and then there's what they call you know freestyles over over a, a beat where it's written, but it's over like you know uh, somebody else's beat, and then there's written, you know. So what I I I uh, those those are all I really only write. I'm not really I haven't really practiced enough to be off the dome as much as like say uh you know JO and Flo can can uh go off the dome like they can. So that you know? was off the dome when I saw you No, 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 no I don't I don't do anything off the dome. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing, no, it's all written. Yeah. 
Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, That's... I was going to say good job. That's all right. You'll get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, it's yeah. important that every single person out there listening knows how to rap off the top of their head. Even if you're not yeah. a rapper, it's an important skill to have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I never really, uh, you know, practice enough, I guess you say, but it's just I think like, I get... it's like, it's like reading a Dr. Seuss book in your head with gangster verbiage. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about you, but all my freestyles always go to a dark place. They always talk about stealing somebody's girl, well, selling that's, drugs. You know, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that, that's what it, you know. That's what the easiest, I guess, thing to, to. No, it's not. It's just what goes through my head throughout oh. the day. You're just like you're just like going, <laughs> going maybe for whatever's in your head. That's the thing with freestyling. Maybe that's your demons coming out. <laughs> <you know? laughs> hey, we all know the cross that I bear. It's nothing to do with that. It's that that West Coast marathon sticky icky is with. That's my cross that I right. got, but it's right, legal right. now, which right. leads us to our next sponsor, New York Pot Butter. Before we go to a quick break, you must know that if you're in the New York State area or not, you're going to need pot butter. You're going to need something sprinkled into that butter that you put on your toast or put into the pan before you start frying chicken. You know what I'm saying, Resnick? <laughs> so New oh, York yeah. New York Pot Butter is exactly what does the trick. You can hear I'm slurring a little bit. That's because of the New York Pot Butter. At NY Pot Butter on Instagram is the main hub. That's where you go to not get taxed and not get whored out by Amazon or one of these terrible companies. NY Pot Butter on Instagram. We got Resnate in studio. We're going to be playing Crabs in a Bucket. Come back and talk about the single and learn more about it. I got a feeling my man Resnate's fighting those crabs off. We're going to put the cap on the bucket, folks. Don't go nowhere. This is the Ryan Show FM. We'll return soon. Times I be chilling and doing what I gotta do. These rhymes I be killing and cooking up a lot of new. She thinking I'm a data cause of green and blue paper. Gonna pick up the money, then show up seeing the later. Take a look at me, Dunny, when I'm spitting the impossible. Get quick, opposites, it hits, and they cannot be bold. Be knocking loud with that New York sound. They've been waiting for the day when they officially found. Something new to listen to, music that be ripping you. Positive vibes, the type of EQ that be lifting you. High in the sky, cause that's where you gon' find me. My head's in the clouds, been catching flights for a while, B. Living to the fullest, that's the key to success. I be so close to the top, it's relieving the stress. And while this record is spinning, I saw reminiscing about the sheets I've been written and that the beat's always hitting. Rolling the game, never doing the same. I ain't in it for the money or the women, the fame. Sometimes it feels just like another cram in the bucket. So this music is fuck with, but I love it, so fuck it.
Listening to this show, you must know that this broadcast is sponsored by the fine folks over at Alpha City. Most metaverses are run by lizard people, literal humans that are set to destroy the human race. I wouldn't even call them humans, I'd, I'd say literal lizards, literal reptilians, creatures from outer space that somehow managed to create a company called Facebook and they want to ruin your life. Well, not Alpha City. Alpha City can be found at alphametaverse.com. Tap in, learn all about how you can. Be the first to sell digital real estate. You know those sleaze bags out in the Hamptons, DJ Resonate, in yes. suit and tie selling real estate? Well, now you can be like them without the suit and tie. You can be completely naked in a bathtub immersed in hot water with the Oculus goggles on and selling yeah. real estate for your family. But you're able to feed them with Alpha Coin, the digital crypto attached to it. So uh, look no further, folks. Go to at Alpha Metaverse. Or I'm sorry, at Alpha. It changed its ad name. At Alpha City Official on Instagram to learn more. These people made me crypto gajillionaires, and they could make you a crypto gajillionaire too. This is the West Coast Marathon. We're running 100 miles and running, like they say, over on the West Coast. Shouts to NWA. We've got DJ Resnate in studio, Los Angeles. If you don't know, now you know. This is a New York takeover. We're bridging the gap. DJ Resnate is a jack of all trades. He's a Swiss Army knife, a Swiss Army knife, if you will. Not just with the DJing and the music, but he does it all. He can even. Resident, was it you that made your logo? I had the idea for it. You know, okay. yeah, I, I had the idea. My boy just put it together, you know. All right. So I was gonna say he's an artist close enough. Resident, Crabs in a Bucket, your single is out now on all streaming platforms. What was it that inspired you to create that song? It was pretty pretty much just like a uh, like a uh, hey, hey world, here I am kind of song, you know? Mm. And then also like, you know, uh like uh you know, rags to riches kind of thing too at the same time. Oh yeah, okay. You know what I mean? And that's a good feeling. You think Tony yeah. Bennett when you think Rags to Riches? Absolutely. Just Absolutely. a classic song. Yeah, exactly, so, exactly. So I heard you're making your own beats too. Yeah, I had I Crab in the Bucket was I made I did everything from scratch, start to finish myself, the beat. You know, I wrote the whole thing, the whole idea, and then wrote the lyrics, performed the lyrics, you know, the whole thing. Wow. So, so what's some of the reception you had? Were everybody loved surprised? It. Yeah, they're either yeah. Pretty much, they say they weren't expecting it, and that and that, that's really good. You know, keep going, keep doing, keep doing what you're doing, kind of thing. You know. So we met you years ago as a part of the Stoneheads. Yes. King Flow, Jo, like yep. you had mentioned. So mm-hmm. what was your emergence into hip hop? How did that all come together? I always wondered the history between you and King Flow. He's a regular on this program. The fans are very familiar with him. Yes. Uh, you know, we we were friends in high school. You know. And in oh. that in that time, yeah, we we've known each each other since we were like in ninth grade. We were actually in a, in a rock band together also for for a little while in high school. What did King but Flo look like in ninth grade? He was actually a punk rocker. He had a, he had a mohawk. And Get wore no, the no hell outfit. out of he, here! He doesn't want anybody to know. <laughs> oh my god! Expose our <laughs> no, 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 no. So talk about so you saying King Flo had the mo- oh, yeah, mohawk. Yeah, he had a green mohawk and wore like you know no effects and, and shirts, you know, with like you know Get tattered the hell shorts. Out. I swear. And then, <laughs> so uh, and, then, and then right after that, he, he got into like you know him who he is now, you know. But when was the transit? When did he transition to hip hop? I'm gonna be honest, I don't even know. I mean, he was all he was into it then, but I don't know when he became you know into it heavy that how he is now. Uh, because we kind of parted ways for a little while. Was he King Flow back then, or was he just Flow? No, no, he was just Nick. Nick. He was just Nick. Yeah. Wow, you're really exposing King Flow. This is this 
could lead to a rap beef. You're about to get real acquainted with hip hop. I'll tell you that, Resnay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Telling stories that King Flo. Now let's be honest. Was he was he overweight or was he as jacked as he is now? Uh he he was a little he was a little heavy, you know. Man, what a transition! Yo, Flo has become an actual muscle bound rock star. Right, right. I guess rap star. Just unbelievable. He's put in work, you know. Yo, he really, really has had quite the come up in music since we met back in 2016, 2017. Just amazing. And it's good to see that you guys are still out here doing what it do. So what were those early days like DJing for uh, for Stoneheads? And how did that help you to where you are going in, uh, you know, right now? It helped. It helped a lot. You know, it helped me get get out of out there. You know, it helped me uh, get some experience on stage. Uh, you know, meet meet a bunch of you know, you know, big guy, big people in, in the business. You know, I met you through yeah. it. You know, and and uh, you know, because they they I know you through them. You know, so um, yeah, and that's a and big that, connection, that, Chris. Yeah, that that became a whole thing in itself. You know, and uh, so a lot of uh, you know, throughout my twenties, the music had to had to do with like you know, through through Jo and and Flo. You know what I mean? I like the uh, the build up, how everything led you to this point right now. I still find it interesting how you've had all these different iterations of DJ resonate from the rocker to the DJ to the producer to the rapper. So we've got to follow your journey from the beginning. So I just have to say hats off to you, brother. Keep on going. Thank you, man. Keep doing what thank you're you. doing, man. Thank you, man. And, and thank you. Appreciate that. You know, and uh, the, the one I'm putting out next, uh, Circles, is what you heard uh, is, is going to be uh, like the life story kind of song. Like that pretty much breaks that breaks everything down. You know, each for each verse is like a different section, you know. And what kind and, uh, of state of mind do you have to be in to to talk about the life story? It, is it, it a little it, different than you know yeah, your normal it, raps? Yes, it, it, it you know it you know was choking me up when I when I first wrote it and and would hear it over and over you know listen to it, and but now it's like you know, uh you know it's it's uh you know easier now you know I just had yeah. to get it out you know what I mean? For sure. And what did it feel like listening to it for the first time? It, it was heavy. It was. Heavy. I knew. I knew it was going to be heavy. And and I think the you know uh, the more real and and you know personal a song is, the more you know it'll, it'll be be uh, felt by people or, or you know. For sure, especially if know. it's serious lyrics. Yeah. Compelling lyrics. Like you've had quite the story. So yeah. before we plug everything and say our goodbyes, I just want to once again just give you your roses, man. Like to see the Thank come you, up of DJ Resnate. And the evolution of the brand, starting out just DJing in bars. Now you've got your own party you're throwing, you're rapping. It's just a, it's just a great evolution to see. So where can Thanks. these, uh, where can these listeners out there find you so they can follow the story? Uh, every everything is uh, all social media. Everything is at uh, DJ R E Z N eight. You know, number eight. DJ resonate. Everything. And that will resonate within you. And do <laughs> exactly. you have? As the DJ, what do you recommend us play? You always put some good mixes together. What do you think we should kick this West Coast Marathon off with as we keep it going tonight? Let's put uh, it, let's uh, hit him with some good Snoop. What's your favorite Snoop Dogg song? Uh, uh, Snoop, I had to say, uh, you know, obviously Gin and Juice. Uh, oh, oh uh, um, uh, America's Most Wanted with uh, Tupac. Two of America's Most Wanted with Tupac. That one's good. You know? That is a classic. All right, so we're going to hit him with Two of America's Most Wanted, Tupac, Snoop Dogg, DJ Resnate. In the building, go check out Crabs in a Bucket. It's out now on all streaming platforms. Follow them at DJ Resonate. This West Coast Marathon is just getting started. We've got weeks left. Let's go, folks. Don't go nowhere. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're 100 miles in running. This is indeed the West Coast Marathon. You're tuned into The Ryan Show FM Broadcasting Worldwide. We're all over the place right now, Jay Money. But you know this already. You've been on this show before. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everything in between, give it up for the one, the only Massachusetts owned Jay Money's in the house. What's up, brother? Thank you. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate it. So how are you, dude? Last time we had you on, it was your first ever radio interview. You performed for the first time live. That was our honor concert in Boston. So our listeners are familiar with you already. Right, right. I was mad nervous that first time, but I feel like we got it now and we're ready to go, you know? Well, technically, only the people in Boston heard the real first time. Oh, oh, nice. The real first time was erased from history. If you got to hear it on 98.1 FM in Boston, that was it. We got the redo for the second hour. That was a long-ass marathon. Just like this one, I guess. Yeah, 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 of course. But you came through and you killed it. Yeah, I had to try at the end. (laughs) Yo, you really did your thing. And look, I don't have too many young kids on this program that are not drill rappers. It seems that every single person and their mother is doing the sturdy and is drill rapping. I'm going to be honest with you, Ryan. Um, I don't really like those those type of songs, you know what I'm saying? Because they don't really... really they don't really mean anything, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like the music I'm making, it all has a meaning. And um, when people listen to it, they can, like, relate in certain ways. And, like, they can also vibe to certain songs because of the way they feel with it. You know what I'm saying? When you're making sturdy music and drill music, you're talking about drugs and money and hoes. And it's just all, like, the same simple stuff that everybody has been doing. So I just try to be different, you know? It's the industry formula. Exactly. And that's why I'm J Money Industry, man. No, I, no, it's funny because the industry formula is just talking about hoes, talking yeah. about money, talking about shooting each other. Yeah. You can see, like, uh, you know, the white drill rappers talking about it now. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, it's the, the corny ones. You know what I'm talking about. There's these ones with yeah. mushroom cuts now that are sturdy and they're talking about shooting each other. It's crazy. But you and your music, like you said, it comes from the heart. I remember when right. you came through, you had your team with you. You had your chick with you. You had mm-hmm. your friend with you. Yep. So, you know, full team. And uh, when you sit down, like, we kind of talked about this. Your creative process is different than a lot of artists. So yeah, let's I, let's revisit that. Like you getting J Money getting in studio, making a song. How does it all go down? Um, honestly, I think it's all just like um, on the vibe I'm feeling for the day as well. But when I get home, I, I have this 830 alarm that alarms every single day. And um, every time that alarm alarms, um, it's going to let me know that it's a music hour. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get into my studio. Um, I'm going to play a couple beats on YouTube. I'm going to just continue to play beats on YouTube until I find a beat that I vibe with and I feel like I can make something on for the day. Um, and then I'll just like spit bar. If I like the bar, I'll keep it. If I don't like the bar, I'll delete it. Um, and then I'll just keep going with that process. It's kind of like what Juice World used to do. Ah, that's like right. that's what you were telling me. It was, it was kind of similar to what Juice World would once do, which I'm not too, yeah. I know it's music, but not as creative process. So in terms of, uh, you know, since your move to Boston, what has been the next big move in your music? I noticed that you've, you know, Outer Space has been the, the push. That's the single that we're going to be playing again tonight. Oh, yeah. Um, what is Outer the, 
Yeah, I mean, look, look it, we're we're entering winter, right? And yep. things the last two winters were very different for musicians. Everything got mm-hmm. shut down with COVID nineteen. Right. So, are you prepared? For this virtual push in your music, if God forbid the world gets shut down again, what are you gonna do with this uh, this winter in terms of your music? Um, honestly, I got Outer Space Two coming soon. Um, I'm pushing that a lot because um, Outer Space One, that song had gotten um, 8.5k on YouTube, so that showed me that the people who listen to my music really like that certain type of music and that type of vibe. So I decided to make a part two and make it better. And, um, yeah, I'm just trying to get Outer Space 2 out there. Um, I got another song called Ballin' coming soon, but I can't give too many details about that yet. Um, yeah, it's a whole Space vibe, dude. Your music's huh? a whole vibe. And that's what's different. I kind of started saying at the beginning was, you know, we have a lot of these drill rappers on. It all sounds the same. Your music is very unique and individual. And those are some nice numbers. 8.5 thousand real views ain't hard to accomplish, especially yeah, with this yeah. song. Especially, yeah, especially for me. It's just I'm from... I'm from New York, but I um I live in Holyoke now, and it's just like nobody really knows me out here, you know. Yeah. And then to get those many type of views is like a blessing, you know. And it makes me it makes me want to continue to do the the music thing that I'm doing. So this is just guerrilla advertising out in Massachusetts that's getting you all these views. Uh huh. Yep. I just I made for outer space a whole bunch of TikToks, a whole bunch of um promotion and stuff for everyone to see and hear my music, even new people that haven't heard me yet. If they hear that song, they'll probably catch the vibe and then they'll want to hear more, you know? What's the secret to a good TikTok? Music promotional <laughs> um, TikTok. I feel like when you do basic stuff, like like um tell people, oh, go listen to my song, I feel like that's not like um that's not gonna get you as many views as you want, you know? You have to do something that's gonna make someone wanna watch the video first of all, you know what I'm saying? So exactly. when I make a TikTok, I'll make something that somebody can look at, you know what I'm saying? And then also like probably laugh about it, something creative. Like my last TikTok, I posted a a guy. He was mopping the the ocean, and wow. I told everybody when he's finished mopping the ocean, I'll stop making music. Love that. Got to you know be creative. Got to like post up those different things. It's true. You got to have these these pieces of content to go with the song now. If you really want to have any type of chance against big money behind other songs, right? What's your What's your biggest struggle as an independent artist? What's the biggest obstacle that you have to overcome? Honestly, I feel like there's a lot of obstacles, especially for independent artists. And I'm just speaking for myself. I don't know if other people are the same way, but I feel like money, um, uh, paying for a lot of things. You need to pay for cover art. You need to pay for um, studio time. You need to pay for you need to pay for a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's kind of one of the struggles you got. Also, um, thinking and being creative about certain videos and making different songs. Those are all like like um, struggles, I would say, for so- artists. How do you conceptualize a song? It's one thing to have bars, like your creative process. You sit down there in the studio, you come up with your music hour, you set the alarm, you start mm-hmm. spinning, you come up with some nice bars. But conceptually, how do you come up with your songs? Um, I don't like, know. For instance, like, outer, like it, it's a deep song. Yeah. Outer space. Like, how did you come up with the concept behind it? Um, so when I made outer space two. I was thinking more about Outer Space 1 and the flow and the vibe and the things I was talking about in the first one since it got so many views and try to make something um, fire as well for, to be part two because you can't have part one amazing and part two is not good. Part two has to be better, you know? So I was thinking of different ways to make it better, you know what I'm saying? People always ruin songs with sequels, so I admire. Yeah, like sometimes it gets ruined, so I had to come back with more flames, you know? 
I love it. We're going to get into the first one. We're going to play Outer Space right here. You might have heard it on this program before, but we got to play it again. We got J Money in studio, New York to MA, all the way out to the West Coast. This is the West Coast Marathon. The Ryan Show FM presses forward. Oh, oh. It is That was indeed Outer Space. And the second iteration of that song is coming soon. Jay Money is with us in the meanwhile here for the West Coast Marathon. This is the Ryan Show FM with your host, Ryan Verdell. Jay Money, what's it like being a New Yorker and having to start all over again in Massachusetts? Um, Honestly, it's, 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 it's a little different because um, in New York, uh, I knew a lot of people. And then coming over here, you don't know many people. So it's like kind of difficult to make friends and, uh, you know, create new connections with people. But I got my little circle of friends, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to them. Um, Ishmael, Ashanti, Penelope, David, all of my close friends. Those people have been here since I started making music and they're still here, which is a blessing. How long have you been in Massachusetts for? Um, Probably like three or four years. So you finished up high school there? In, in Holyoke? In Holyoke. Yeah, I, I finished up in Massachusetts. Um, uh, I, I was in, i say, oh, I started freshman year over here. Yep. Oh, okay. I ended right, middle nice. school over there. Yo, it's tough. It's tough to move, especially when you're going from middle school to high school, whole new school, all these new friends. And going from New York, and you said you were from the Bronx, if I remember correct, right? Yeah, I'm from the Bronx, yep. So, I mean, what what is that like in general, like going from New York State of Mind into Massachusetts, and how did that impact your music? going from New York to Massachusetts? Um, honestly, I feel like it's all... Um, New York is like a completely different place. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, you have everything... You have everything like uh, the the restaurants and all those things are open 24-7. And then over here in Massachusetts, everything's closed at 8 or 10. You know what I'm saying? And then um, you have just a lot of different aspects to the city. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I see um, it just in Boston alone. Yeah, and then being in Holyoke is like um, it's different from New York because in New York there's a lot more people, 
in Holyoke, there's like the same amount of people. So everybody knows everybody. And when you're trying to show people your music, it's kind of difficult. But so you what know, happens when it... you go back to the Bronx and you start playing your music? How do people, uh, how do people handle it? Especially those that grew up with you. Um, I think they mess with it. They, 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 they also helped me. Some, some people from New York also helped me to promote a little bit out there, send it to their friends and the people they went to high school with. Nice. Yeah, the networking is such an important element to being a musician these days. So it's kind right. of great that you have two home bases in a sense. You'll always have the Bronx. Now you have Massachusetts. So as a Yankee fan, I would imagine you're a Yankee fan growing up in the Bronx. What's that oh, like? Of course. Of course. Got to be a Yankees fan. You get a lot of heat over with these uh, Red Sox fans? I'm not going to lie. I'm a Yankees fan, but I'm not a New York Knicks fan. Oh, who should be? No one should be a Knicks fan. <laughs> I can't believe people are Knicks fans. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm going more for the Clippers. Get the I'm hell out of here. Are you are you saying that because you know I'm a Clippers fan? No, I didn't even know you were a Clippers fan. I'm talking about LA Clippers. Yeah, those are my that's my team right there. Get the hell out of here. Why? I like the Clippers just because um I like the team. I like uh Kawhi, I like Paul George, the way they play. I like their jerseys. I always wanted an LA jersey. Have you been a Clippers fan before Kawhi Leonard? Yeah. Yeah. Get the uh, hell out of here. So what the hell's wrong with you? What made you a Clippers fan? I ask myself this all the time. I have to now press you instead. I have no idea, to be honest. I just, like, when I started playing, I mean, watching basketball, my older brother put me onto basketball. When I started watching it, at first I was watching Paul George and the Pacers. And then I seen Paul George go to, um, what was the next team? L.A. I think he went straight from Pacers He went to, to Oklahoma City and he played with Westbrook. Oh, yes. He went to OKC, yeah. And yeah, then there was that. Following, honestly, it's Paul George because he's my favorite player. So I've been following wherever he goes, wherever team he's in. But wow. LA has grown on me, though. He is so underrated, Paul George. Yeah, Paul George is underrated. So Very nice. Underrated. Such great ball handling ability. But I always wonder, how do you be? I guess it makes sense why you're a Clippers fan because you're, what, 19? Or you just turned 20? What did you just turn? Just, yeah, I just turned 20 on, on Saturday. Well, happy birthday. So you just turned 20. That makes sense why you're a Clippers fan because it hasn't been just hell for you like it was for right. me as a Clippers fan. What, yeah, Blake Griffin? Yeah, yeah, in the beginning. I know that before Blake Griffin, we had Elton Brand. Yep. We had Lamar Odom. We had a run when I was in high school, and there was a great Clippers team that was put together. All fell apart. All fell apart yeah. when Elton Brand, that, that SOB, left. We had Baron yeah, yeah. Davis come through thinking he's going to play with Elton Brand, <laughs> and that would have been a nice little squad. But instead, yeah. they were the absolute worst team in the NBA. Mm -hmm. um, and then we had a little stroke of luck with Blake Griffin coming. So that's great, man. But there's two Clippers fans. I think this is the first time we've ever had another Clippers fan on this program. So, hey, hey. hats off to you, brother. Yeah, glad glad to be here, man. And, uh, and, yo, once again, to those that are tuning in, Jay Money is in studio. He's more than a Clippers fan. He's a great musician. And let's take it back. Where did your musical journey begin? Um, It all started... Um... So I, I used to just listen to music, you know, like everybody else would. And then um, I had this one of my close friends. He's like a brother. He was like a brother to me. Um, he used to make music and he used to perform in different areas. And um, he did his last performance. He walked downstairs. He got um, he got killed. And ever since that happened, I feel like I start. I just I just wanted to make music because it inspired me. The you way said he got he got he got killed. You said. Yeah, he got shot. Jesus Christ! Performance. He performed, went downstairs for a, for a smoke break, and they shot him. So, I feel like just that happening, and like it's like it's like a mind blowing experience, you know, something that changes your life. And I feel like ever since that day, it made me wanna 
make music. I, I don't know why I just feel like the inspiration from him chasing his dreams and he died chasing his dreams. It just made me feel like I should chase my dreams, you know, and start making music. And then I started making music, but I wasn't really serious with making music. I was just, you know, I was just um, like playing around with it type stuff. Cause obviously everybody starts off um, bad, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, nobody's going to start off as a great, great person in what they're doing. Like Steph Curry, he didn't make his first three, you know, it took him a couple. You know? So um, I didn't really like take it serious until Juice World and X started like all the rappers and RIP to um, take off. He got assassinated this morning as well. And it's insane. just like insane. Yeah. This is a, uh, actually we found out in the middle of the West coast marathon earlier, we were talking about how uh, there, it's just the most dangerous job in the world. Being a rapper is, yeah. is actually the most dangerous job. So how do you handle that? Why are you becoming a rapper, knowing that there's this type of danger and peril? Um, Honestly, the reason why is just I feel like since I felt that motivation from these people who passed away chasing their dreams or fulfilling their dreams or doing what they wanted to do in life, them passing away motivated me because they continue to do it. Um. It motivated me, so I want to motivate others as well. You know what I'm saying? If you want to start making music, you should definitely start doing it, and you shouldn't like wait to for anyone's approval. You know what I'm saying? You should do it for yourself. And I feel like reason why I want to make music and I want to get up there and just um connect with different people is just because I want to motivate a lot of people and I want everybody to feel like like even if you don't have much and even if you don't have like um a million fans, ten thousand fans, a thousand fans, even a hundred. It's not, it's all a process, you know, because I yeah, always man. say practice makes progression. So I just want to motivate people, you know, that's why that's the only reason why. That's beautiful, because a lot of people are making music. To just, it's just devil music, right? It's just yeah. making people wild out. I also want to be different. I also want to be yeah. different from all those other people. Like, I don't want to make the same music that that guy is making. I want to make my own type of music and let people know, like, you can be different. That's a beautiful thing. And it's important. You're going to get left behind if you're doing what everyone else is doing. Exactly. Don't everybody don't follow the leader. Be your own leader. So to the uh, the up and coming artists out there that are younger than you, which there's you know there are some. I mean you're you're at the the, the very uh, end of the spectrum there. With that twenty years old, you got everything ahead of you yeah. in the industry. But what mm-hmm. advice would you give to those that are looking to start a career in music? Um, honestly, I would just say to stay two C's is stay consistent. Um, never give up uh keep continue to do it like no don't let some if somebody tells you you're trying to make music or no matter what you're doing if you're playing basketball trying to make music trying to become a barber want to go to college or something don't let someone tell you you can't do that or or you shouldn't even try to think about that you should try to do go get a regular job or something the regular job is going to help you but i feel like if you don't you don't want to work that regular job forever so i would suggest just do what you want to do whatever's in your heart whatever's in your brain you should just do that because you want to do that not because other people want you to do certain things do what you want kids i like that advice just Just do what you want don't go to school come on it's overrated everyone's going to school do the same thing everybody else is doing you get left behind basically basically well maybe not always but go to school kids we don't want to tell kids not to go to school if they're very small kids you know unless they're really talented then go ahead and drop out like they do in europe kids are 13 years old making millions of dollars playing soccer and basketball Oh yeah, so I guess it's circumstantial, right? But Jay Money, yeah. it's always good to have you, dude. I want to let the people know where they can find you next. You've done oh, a lot definitely. of Ryan Show stuff, but where can they find you performing? Uh, to um, my next perform. Well, I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna have another performance yet. 
I, I might have my own show coming soon where I'm going to create a performance and I'm going to invite some local artists from the area. Mm. Um, and then I'll be the main event, but I don't, I don't know when that's happening yet. I still have to get a lot of more details, search, um, search through and talk to a lot more people. But, um, I am going to be on a talk show on two days. Another oh yeah. One. Where are you going to be? I'm going to be on the radio station that we were on before. It's a morning talk show. So if anybody, wait a minute, 98.1 FM invited you to the morning talk show. Yeah. 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 So if, if anybody wants to invite, if anybody wants to come, um, stay tuned. It's gonna be uh, at eight o'clock in two days. So, gotta come through. Wow! All right. So that's uh, literally right now. If you're listening, this is the West Coast Marathon. So it's being spread a little bit thin. J Money, where can they find you on Instagram? Um, you can find me on J Money underscore Industry, and then the links to all my other social medias like my Snapchat. My um, TikTok, my Facebook, my Spotify, all those other links are on my Instagram um, highlight reels. So you'll see them there. You can come through. Just go to IG. Find the man. Jay Money, it's always an honor. I'm glad we found you while you were young. I'm looking uh, forward to seeing what you do with your music. So when you're uh, you're rich and famous, I can take money from you. Leech off (laughs) you. I'm going to continue to progress, man. Appreciate Appreciate the opportunity. Big things ahead for you, dude. Appreciate you. Everybody go check out Out of Space. It's out everywhere now. And the second one is on the way. This is the West Coast Marathon. You're chilling with Ryan Vernell, and I ain't going anywhere. Neither should you. We'll be back soon, folks. Let's go. West Coast Marathon continues here in cyberspace. Los Angeles to New York, Long Island, or as my friend Trentio the Steppa, a.k.a. Huda Trentio, would say, Big Long Island. We're here, right? <laughs> Big it's Long Steppa. Island, man. It's Trentio the Steppa, man. You know I had to come through, show my man Ryan some love. What's up, Ryan? How you doing? Fantastic, man. The West Coast is good to me. A lot of good weed. Gas price is extremely high. Honestly, yeah. the weed price is extremely high. Unless yeah. you're buying it under the table. I don't know how they get the audacity to charge you so much inside of these shops. And you can just go next door and find some kind tattooed Mexican that'll charge you a third of the price. <laughs> right? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Go to the taco truck for that. Which, by the way, I will say this. Have you been to Los Angeles before? No, not yet. Hopefully soon. Real soon. I'm playing my first trip. We're giving them a taste of this lollipop, goddammit. Yeah, 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 we got to. It's only right we give them a taste of the lollipop, man. Damn, man. I got to say, that song is a hit, and I don't say it often, nor do I listen to a lot of drill songs. But, yo, you got me looking like that white weatherman on Fox 5 when I play that song doing that sturdy. <laughs> See, now you're sturdy yeah, yeah. into that song. <laughs> what is that? Sounds like there's a raccoon or something in the background. No, no, that's my son. That's my son. He's in the back. Oh my god, it sounds like a, like a wild dog. animal. Yeah. He playing with my he playing with, I got a little pup. He playing with the puppy. Oh my god. Okay, all right. So we're gonna do we're gonna go to a quick break. Play lollipop. 
figure out the sound situation because it sounds like he's fighting with the dog in the background. <laughs> but this is live radio. This is the West Coast Marathon, TKK Radio, and many, many other stations. 98.1 in Boston. 104.9 Kokomo, Indiana. WWMV Madison, Wisconsin. We are out here. This is the Ryan Show FM. Hit FM Calabar. We'll be back soon. Let's go. Going up the liquor, she needs that. No sugar, you know what she feeding for. Puffing this tree and I give it up. Yeah. She going up the liquor, she needs that. No sugar, you know what she feeding for. Puffing this tree and I give it up. Yeah. We chase it. All of y'all bitches be basic Roll a hop in the blunt, I face it Dodge your bullets, I live in the matrix I'm sanctioned I'll be around a whole lot of gang shit TFE, we ain't nothing to play with I move with some killers, I move with some dips And all of my niggas about action They got me started and now I can't stop it Empty the bullshit and fill up my pockets Chris Paul, like I ball at my niggas, so get yours And my brody, he got me Claim me a friend, but he moving real oppies I cannot trust in that boy with my problems, right? And they got me on timing You not a star and you mad at I'm shining Everywhere I go, I stay with a stick So little nigga, don't trip, don't trip 40 with a beam in that Got a kick, way so spinning, I'm bottom with slicks. Niggas is cool, they politics. When my niggas you, we barely miss. 40 on my arm, so you know I got grit. Lord, nigga, don't trip, don't trip. These bitches, they only be good cause the niggas they quit. Constipation, we know you ain't shit. Niggas do dirt and then ride in the bitch. Fuck around and get lined by these bitch. Fuck around and get lined by a bitch. I'ma keep working until we get rich. If you know that you know what it is. Yeah, she gone up the liquor, she need that. No sugar, you know what she feeding for. And we're back. I'm just looking at the angle of my face here with this West Coast Marathon. My God. Yeah. You just look like Emperor Palpatine. White people, we age terribly, Trentio. Truly. Yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> but I'm looking at this angle. It's like it's like the squirrel look. Anyway, this is the Ryan Show FM. The West Coast Marathon continues. New York to L.A. L.A. to Long Island. Long Beach to Long Beach. That's what I've been saying. Long Beach to Long Beach. And I could be both a Sag Harbor reference yeah. and a Long Island reference. Yeah. But we're here. It could mean it could mean Long Island to Long Island, really. Oh, anyway. Trentio the Step is here. And Lollipop, it sounds like a manufactured hit. Yeah. That's the power behind it. What did it how did it all come about? Were you guys just chilling on YouTube, you and D-Nels, and you stumbled across it? What's the story behind Lollipop? Um, we were actually just in the studio uh recording. We recorded um Geeked Up, and then you know, he was showing me beats and stuff. And then he came across that one, and then he asked him, did he have anything written for it? He's like, no, nah, not yet. So we just, you know us, we got in there, and we just cooked it up. Yo, it's it's fire. And Geeked yeah. Up is too. Yeah, yeah, Geeked Up's fire. That's, that's one of my favorites, Geeked Up. That's one of my favorites. I got to tell a story. Certain people just have the it factor. You and D. Nels came through with that drill it factor, and it's not what you'd expect from nah, the East yeah. End of Long Island. You guys came through to the Long Island mic check. We did the Long Island mic check, what, a year ago? I don't know, maybe less than a year ago. But you guys came through with a full entourage, and it was lit. And this yeah. is no knock on any of the other performers that were there, but, you know, and that's and that's the difference. As much as we love lyrical hip-hop here on this platform, if you're not a large, if you're not a great performer, it's hard to deliver lyrics to a crowd and keep them under wraps, especially in a bar-type situation. Yeah. And you guys... And drill rappers, if they're good, it doesn't matter what the lyrics are. It's about the energy. 
and you guys just come out there dancing your asses off. It was sick, man. So yeah. I just want to say thanks for killing it at the Long Island Mic Check. No, definitely. I a long time appreciate you for having me, man. I had to come up there, and you know we do what we did the Long Island way, man. We had other artists. Every every artist, uh, you know, everyone was doing a good job, you know. But I feel like I don't know, like. We went there, you know, we went there prepared, kind of, like I said, I guess. Like, we went there prepared. We went there with a crowd. We went there with energy and a plan. Went there with the plan, and we completed that plan. And we made everybody, you know, it was a successful night. We had a good time. All the verified, I hate to say that, but all the people that are knee-deep in the industry, they probably paid for blue checks. But everybody that was there was super... (laughs) Super into it. All like the you know well versed industry people. They all came up to me after me, like, who the hell are these guys? Yeah. Even some of the boom bat producers that were there. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, dude, just keep going, keep doing what you're doing. How important is it to put Long Island on the map? Does it matter at all at this point? Oh yeah, yeah. Everywhere I go, I'm gonna be repping Long Island. Like regardless of where I'm at, I'm gonna rep Long Island. Like um. Even in my songs, I try to say that's one objective that I always want to do with my song. Put Big Long Island in my song. Every song you can go listen to, you can hear me say Big Long Island, Long Island, Long Island, Long Island. I try to throw it in my song just because that's where I'm from. That's where I rep. And, you know, it's Big Long Island way. What is the Big Long Island way? Detail Um, that for me. Big Long Island basically is, you know, from Long Island, you know, everyone think it's all sweet and dandy, but, you know, it's really not. You got to pave your way through the island and, you know, yeah. from east to west. So the big Long Island way, if you do that, you know, you can ride that wave. <laughs> yeah, yo, it's a Long Island for a reason. Yeah. You look at the diversity of Long Island. Let's be honest. Queens is part of Long Island. Yeah, so Queens is part there. of Brooklyn is too. Brooklyn is too. Sorry, Brooklynites. You're part of Long Island. You're Long Islanders. Love me. Yeah. So got, it's starting out there and they're going all the way out to Montauk. And to think of all of the honestly horrible places in between. Not not all of them, but there's just a lot of diversity. Like Ronkonkoma. Have yeah. you ever, like a traditional Ronkonkoma dish is like a roasted hot dog over some crack outside of a sketchy hotel. <laughs> like a sewer grid where they're grilling things. I'm not even kidding. It's delicious. But yes, big Long Island in the house. We can make our, our Long Island jokes. I wonder what the outside thinks about Long Island. Listen, yeah. Boston, Calabar, Nigeria, everybody that's out there listening from all over the place, let us know on our Instagram story. We're going to put a joint story, Trantiel and I. We're going to say, what is big Long Island? Let us know what you think on a global basis what Long Island is. I'm just curious, right? Yeah. I feel like people just think we just have goofy accents. No, nah, like, yeah, hey, we sound Long funny. Island. We sound yeah. funny. We like wrestling. Yeah. Like there's like a lot of wrestling influence, like when you get like further up the island, up island, as we say. So so really quick, Trenton, what part of Long Island are you from? I'm from Riverhead, New York. So Riverhead, what a resurgence and an emergence that this city's had. I remember growing up, Riverhead always had a bad reputation about it. Yeah. At least out, out in my part of the Hamptons. Yeah. In my neck of the woods out in Sag Harbor. So how <laughs> would you say growing up with uh, or growing up in Riverhead had an impact on your music, if at all? Um, Growing up, kind of, it really did, but it didn't. You know, like, um, I guess you could say it brought it in, into place because while I was in Riverhead, you know, I grew up dancing. I grew up 
you know? So like everything just played a part, like from me dancing with the old folks to me dancing in school, to me having my own dance group. And then eventually, you know, it just uh, elevated to me rapping and also dancing. So it all worked out perfect. So dance group. Yeah. Where do you have a dance group? What's that all about? <laughs> you guys can look it up with GI Jerks on YouTube. No one knows about it. Only you guys. GI Jerks on YouTube. <laughs> really? So were there, what was the most what was the highlight of your dancing career? The biggest moment? Um I'ma say like all all together, like Yeah, like was there life? a certain like contest you won? Was there a moment like you got served where you served some people? Um, yeah, actually, it's on YouTube, man. We versed a, another group. Um, that was pretty nice. We we it was a battle against two two dance groups, and um, my group came up on top. So like, you know, can't be more mad about that. Wow, no fights ever break out at these dance battles, right? Because I know like sometimes with a with a hip hop group, every so often there's like battle raps, right? Yeah, and there'll be some crazy things that emerge. Anything? Any dance fights? Uh, it got to almost, almost close, close. But you know, I'm a peacemaker, so like, we're we're here to battle. We're not here to fight. Like, we're here to have a good time and battle. So like, you know, it didn't go down. Like West Side Story, you guys are yeah. just snapping your fingers and dancing. It's not gonna get too crazy. No, nah, yeah. not like uh, like Street Fighter. Like I just I just imagine like breakdance fighters, all types of crazy. Kicks and punches Kicks, that you guys could throw. Chairs. <laughs> oh my god, it would be insane if there was a, a, a breakout at the dance battle. Wow. Uh yeah, so and that explains the live performances. Why you can dance your ass off is because you yeah. actually can dance your ass yes. off. So anybody can sturdy, right? What are your thoughts on the sturdy? Do you think it's a you think it's overrated as a dance move in general? Uh, now it is because everyone's doing it, you know, everyone's getting sturdy. So kind of still overrated, but, um, you know, you can still bust a couple moves and then get sturdy on the dance floor and have everyone going crazy. So like, I guess it's, they're still winning. Whoever, you know, that, that inventor of sturdy, they're, they're still winning. Who was it? Who invented the sturdy? Um, me personally, I'm not sure. It's just, you know, we got to look this up. We need people to just started it. getting sturdy, you know. It was a New York thing. <laughs> I mean, we know that we know that Pop Smoke was behind. Yeah, T T dot T rest in peace T dot Woo. He he started the Woo Walk. Yep, that's right. But who actually started the sturdy dance? Okay, so according to Google, according to a quick Google search, which could mean a lot, the first person to get sturdy was the late rapper T dot Woo. Wrapped the verse in Dior. Yeah. He's said to have choreographed the move there. Yeah. The song was also the first anthem for these choreographies, which contained lyrics saying sturdy and woo. But after yeah. becoming a great trend on TikTok, the dance is no longer tied to any single song. So there you have it. We got to inform the people. We got to inform ourselves. Yeah. But I got to say, my favorite sturdy is the white guy that does it. He's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's pretty chill. He's cool with it. He's cool with it. Yeah. Always forget his name. He's just always yeah. the white guy that studies to me. My God. All right. So we're going to play another one of your songs for this West Coast Marathon. We're playing usually one song, cutting the interview in half, but we're going to cut it into three parts right now. 
This is the West Coast Marathon, goddammit. L.A., hold on tight. We've got Trenny of the Stepper here. Don't step anywhere. We'll be back soon. <laughs> Let's go. All right, good stuff. We're going to come back, and we're going to wrap things up, find out where to find you next, what you got going on as an entrepreneur. And we are back in 5 4 <laughs> And we are sturdying our way through the evening. This is the Ryan Show FM. The West Coast Marathon continues. Your host, Ryan Vernell, is high as a kite. But that's expected <laughs> as I sit here in California. Positive what's up, baby? Watermill, Long Island, Trentio, the stepper in the house. Boom, 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 boom. Long Island-ish, you know the way, man. Stop playing. We outside. We're riding those Long Island waves, those California waves. And people want to know where they can see you perform. All this talk about your live performance. Where can they find you next, Trentio? Um, next, I'm out in Connecticut. Um, I'm going to be live performing on in Connecticut, um, opening up for um, Didi Osama. Uh, Didi in Osama? Ben Hill. Sounds like a real troublemaker. You said the what? It sounds like a real troublemaker. They, they, they're, they're from, um, I believe, the Bronx. They're, um, they're, uh, they're, they're basically like rappers, I guess, I guess you could say, upcoming art- artists. So, like, um, I'm opening up before they come out. So that's mm. going to be pretty lit um, on the 5th of November in Connecticut. Mm. Yep, yep. Everybody. Go to his Instagram so he can find out exactly yep, where that is. You can is. find me on all platforms at Who That Trinio. That's W H O D A T T T R E N T I O O. That's Who That Trinio. W H O D A T T T R E N T I O O. On all platforms, on every streaming platform, on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. I just made a TikTok. Get my TikTok booming. Let's go. Let's run it up. Dude, run up the TikTok. It's funny that you mentioned TikTok. That's my next yeah. question. How are you going to incorporate TikTok? Is with a song like Lollipop, we need that on TikTok. I feel like we had all the kids dancing to it. It's going to blow up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I just made my TikTok account uh, a couple of weeks ago, so I'm still in the process of doing all that. But, um, you know, once I round up a couple people, a couple people to get a couple dance moves with it, then it's going to be all on TikTok trending. All right. So there you have it. On all platforms, who that trendy? There's a link in the at the Ryan Show page on Instagram, at the Ryan Show FM on TikTok and Twitter. Free speech exists here on the Ryan Show FM. It's not just Twitter, folks. We got Trentio in studio. We're going to play some more music that you can sturdy to. And we'll be back very, very soon. Don't go nowhere. And we are back live. Live on the radio. And this is a long time coming. I'm not just talking about the West Coast special. I'm not just talking about a live broadcast here at a TKK Studios in Los Angeles, California. I'm talking about the very first time I get to sit down with Tori K. Right. Not on Instagram. No. In the DMs. Because we know those DMs get crazy. Yeah. Now, this is this is a, a real encounter of the first kind. IRL right now. IRL. IRL. And I need to ask, what what is the last time that you've uh, been on the radio? Ooh. A couple months ago, I feel like. A couple months ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where were you? Um... It was when I was working really close with this organization mm. and this charity that we were about to go on tour for, and so they were doing a bunch of promo, and I was nice. just going out and like talking and sharing about the charity. It was so cool. 
Yeah. I like radio where there's not really anything scripted and you right. can just sit down and get to know somebody. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what this is. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is freestyle at its finest. So <laughs> yes. we're going we're gonna to get... That's the, what I'm best at. You can give me something to talk about and I can make it way into the conversation and say whatever you want me to say. But for the most part, I like more natural stuff. But Usually that's a New York person that's able mm-hmm. to like maintain and have that type of gift to get. But you're not right. from New York. I am not. So let's get the audience introduced to you and yes. where you're from. I think this is the uh, button that shit. There we go. Ah. Okay, give it up. We got Tori K here, damn love it. love the applause. And you're an LA native, because that means that you're here for what, like, once you're here for like six months, you're technically yeah, a native well, here? well, I've also been told that it doesn't really matter about time. It also is like, if you've experienced an earthquake or not, then you're like a real Ooh. LA person. Okay. And but I don't know if that really many. counts, because like my first week out... In LA, there was an earthquake, and I completely missed it. But that, so. then it makes sense. That's perfect because every time I speak to somebody, they say yep. they're from LA. They've been here for like two weeks. Yep. No, like I've been here six years, old. almost six years, I think. What, um, what was it that made you uh, take the leap to LA and not New York? Um, you know, that's that was a big debate that I had for a long, long, long mm. time. Like when my first music managers, when I first started, like I was twelve and was yeah. just now getting into music and really taking it seriously. I yeah. mean, I'd always been interested in music and performing, but was really writing my own music and mm. like interested in making my own stuff and making that a career for myself. Wait, so you actually write your own music too? Yes. Because that's yeah. another difference mm-hmm. right off the jump that I can tell between you and others, and even that I've had on this show. Like sometimes you know they're fed. Especially when you're signed to like a major label or Mm -hmm. something like that. Right, right, right. But I I love also like collabing too. Like I love bringing up an idea in the studio, but I'm always open to other songwriters and things like that. So I'm always down to collab. That's like one of my favorite things ever. What's the songwriting process like for you? How does it start? Usually I go in with an idea of like, Mm. this is what I want to write about. Uh, Most of the time I'm angry. I don't know why. You don't see that. (laughs) No, no, I'm a pretty happy person See, whenever you see a cool chick and she seems cool, she's a psycho (laughs) behind closed doors. Okay, I'm a Scorpio. I don't know if you're into Zodiac signs, but apparently that's a big red flag. Yo, I'm a Scorpio too. I get it. Are you? Yeah. Okay, when's your birthday? It's November 2nd. Is it? Mm -hmm. Okay, mine's on Monday. Really? Yes. So we're going out then? Yes, and I'm turning this, 21. You're turning 21. Is that Crazy. your stage age? It's definitely your stage. You're, no. you're turning 21 right Actually now. Actually turning 21. Oh my God, because I was going to say, I thought that uh, you were 18 years old, and I was really? going to sneak you into a bar. That's okay. That's All a compliment. Right. Fair enough. That's a compliment. Because right, then when I'm like 40, I mean, look how amazing my, my mom's in the studio with me today. But look how amazing my mom looks. My mom is like, n- literally looks 20 years younger than she actually I know. I'm, look, Not I don't want to be. But I'm just saying, like, you look incredible. So, like, I take it as a compliment. She looks good. It's, right? in, the, it's in the DNA. It's, it's yeah, important. I got good genes, man. I'm very blessed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, it's, it's, you know, I got the good radio genes in me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's good. Mm-hmm. That's why we're here. Yeah. But I On always. This go- side of the, <laughs> of the table. But I always go into the studio angry. I don't know why. Maybe it is the Scorpio in me. Might be. Maybe. So what what is it that you have against Scorpios? Why are you self hating so no, much? No, no, right no. Now? I don't. No, I love Scorpios. That's yeah. the thing. I always get along with Scorpios. I love Scorpios. I just feel like every time I like hesitant to say I'm a Scorpio because every time I do, people people, are, people are literally go. Yeah, yeah. Every me too. time, oh, every man, time, I, I, I'm yeah, like, okay, yeah. well. Maybe you have seen the crazy side, and once you see the craziest side once, you don't really want to see it again, which is understandable. I love it. So you go in the studio angry. Yeah. And do you get happier as you're making music, or yeah, do you get angry as you Yeah, that might be what it music? is. I think I just more come in, like, okay, maybe angry isn't the word for it, but, like, passionate. Yeah, that's. I um, think that might be the word. Because yeah, that's yeah. what we are as Scorpios, passionate. passionate. Sometimes yeah, yeah. you say, you're yelling. I'm not yelling. I'm just my passionate. Voice. Yeah, it was passionate. Exactly. Right. I'm exactly. just care about what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's all. Otherwise, why would we be talking about it? You've right. got to be passionate. Yes. I've never met a quiet Scorpio. Like, ever. I don't think They're I always loud. They're no. always way too loud. So, you believed in astrology forever? Was there, like, um, a point in life where you're like, okay, this is real? No, I just think it makes a lot of sense. And it does, right? <laughs> it I always try... Like, it makes no sense, but then when you read it, it kind of does. Mm-hmm. Kind of yeah. strange how that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, it definitely makes sense. But I'm not like fully into it. I don't know my three big three or anything like that. Like yeah. I'm not really on co-star. None Good because I think you're a psycho. That would be the definite <laughs> crazy the person that I thought flag. you were. That's if I was the a real Scorpio red flag. And like, I was into the big three. If you knew you're a fire sign, meets right. Earth, Wind, and Pluto, and all that <laughs> crap. Crazy Pluto. It's, wait, yeah. That's not a planet. Do they, do they take that out of the zodiac now that it's not a planet? Does anybody know that? Or is that never a sign? I, I know I hear Mars. Is that in the zodiac? It's always been left out then. Yeah, I, don't know. I know there's like Mars and all that stuff. Wow, for, Mars yeah. is definitely there. Yeah. Mars is definitely there. So Elena is back. Hello, glasses on. Hang on, we gotta. How about that? Is that on? There we go. I got Hello. a little confused for a second, but now we're all good. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. Yes. yes. Clear and loud. So man, yeah, I feel like I'm like on the Howard st- Howard Stern <laughs> right oh, no. now. I'm trying to be original. So, damn it! I've been so busy. I have to wear. I just have to wear the shades and and yeah. come in and and I and my, and usually my I wear the shades. Yeah. Yo, there's nothing like broadcasting with shades on. Oh my! I do it all the time, especially on Streamyard. Oh yeah! You look like a derelict if you don't have sunglasses. On. I'm like, my eyes are like this. I'm like looking all over the place. I go back and look at it like what the yeah crazy. Oh my but, uh, god! This is the West Coast Marathon. So we're putting it an is. emphasis on West Coast music. Yes. But Tori is not technically, I know she's an LA native now, yeah. but the, the definition, she's been, she's felt a lot it of counts. earthquakes. Yeah. yeah. The six years I was definitely saying, counts. Like, I was oh, told yeah. when I first moved here that you, it's not really the time you spend here, it's whether or not like you've experienced an earthquake. Right. Then you really are like an LA native. I was, t- okay, I was telling Ryan, I'm like, mm-hmm. every time someone comes that like, comes to visit me that's never been to California before, we always end up having an earthquake. Right. And like, I, we're we're pretty much due for an earthquake. Mm. So dot dot dot. Well, if Hamptons Dave touched off the plane, I know. I was, if we brought Hamptons Dave that first step off the plane, we might have uh, felt that would something. have been. <laughs> 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 I, I feel bad taking shots. No, I'm just not here to defend him. You know how he bullies me all the time around the show. That's so fine. I'm just. Oh, a, but I'm ragging on him because he's not here. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, exactly. he can't beat me up. <laughs> so so Tori, you're not technically from LA. We are no. focusing on LA or West Coast sound and music but oh. you've lost the Texas accent it comes out a little bit it comes out a little bit it comes out a little bit it I heard it a couple bit. times have you? just okay. like a twang well like that's mainly twang because I used to have a very so- like strong southern accent in oh. my opinion why did you get rid of it? Um, I actually it was like one of my first acting jobs I worked with Disney and I was actually it's oh, called Disney's World wow. of English and it's a DVD that sells in Asia to like teach them how to speak English wow. this isn't a pitch I promise this is like <laughs> actually amazing. the story of how I, did, I like, took out like my southern accent yeah. they actually had me do a dialect coach wow. while I was there and I think I was like 13 so you were doing all types of accents yeah so I was doing all different types of accents that's and they were trying but Specifically because I was teaching English in the were you DVD doing, and okay. on the show. Were you doing Chinese accents for them? No. I was that's, just, that's how I you get canceled. I was just trying to speak normal English. <laughs> okay. it's um, crazy so they that, actually had to take it out of my voice. So that's oh why God. I don't have a Southern accent anymore. Crazy. Oh, wow. But, but they were teaching you to do other accents, though. They were teaching me to do other accents. But not the racist ones. Like, I wasn't where do you draw the line? Like, that's, no, seriously, though. Because like, I no, grew I, up trying to do please. different accents and impressions. Like, hello, mm-hmm. sir. I was doing this Indian voice forever. Right. And then I was told that it was offensive. Yeah. Why? Why? Why, why well, can I talk in a southern get, voice? Please, nowadays, please yes. don't get Tory canceled. We were just please. talking about cancel culture in the you past. Said I, I, I leave for five minutes, and <laughs> now I have one of the we... best pop, pop artists out here. I'm trying to make everyone uncomfortable. In Why do we have a pop star Possibly on the Ryan show? getting canceled <laughs> because I bring a New Yorker on air to. <laughs> Oh I gosh. love this. Is the Ryan Show marathon? Well, how come yes. they can make fun of the Long Island accent, the New York accent, the Italian accent? 
I'm constantly being that's offended true. by all these accents. I don't know. You could have talked like a Mario, but and that's a totally fine. I feel like cancel fine. culture is more like sensitive on specific things, though. Like it's mm. not like oh, cancel culture over everything. Like a lot of people think it is. No, there's right. like there's other topics that are more sensitive. I don't know. Why. For sure, but yeah. Uh, yeah. But we're just sticking but, to accents right now. Like you can punch down, uh, right. I guess, or or punch up, I guess. Like how does it work? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. You know, we should leave this up to the listeners. I'm. T- this is where we're interactive, Elena. <laughs> this is where where people should go to our Instagram page, and it's gonna have a vote just, in yes. the story. Which racist accents are too offensive and which ones are allowed? Or which accents in general can you say and which can't you say? Go to at the Ryan show on Instagram. <laughs> we're going to play one song and we're going to come curious. back. Tori's still going to be with us. Yes. And we're going to play yeah. one of your songs. Tori, uh, they're not going to hear this right this second, but as this show airs on all of the other stations. But we are live on air on my station, by We're going to play the perfect, Bee Gees. <laughs> Don't and TKK, they're listening to the Bee Gees, to the <laughs> Bee Gees right now. Yeah, you yeah. are no. live. <laughs> uh, yes, we are live right now on TKK. Okay. Uh, but what song can we play for our audience to really have them get to know you better? Mm. Uh, my newest song. It's well, I feel like my newest song is obviously the most like me. Like past yeah. music is still me. But um, I just dropped a song called Lavender. Um, oh. It's a little bit more emo than a lot of my other music. A lot of my other music is a little bit more like bad boss people well you right. said you did a little angry in studio yeah 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 so yeah. this one's a little bit more well no this one's still angry um <laughs> that, that doesn't change um but it's a little bit more emo i love it it was i was going through like a really toxic relationship and it was kind of me just dumping my heart out and it was like nice. uh i just now i've kind of dabbled in a lot of different um genres like mainly pop like bubblegum pop yeah. pop r&b pop hip-hop pop a bunch of different stuff um and now i kind of really this was like my first song in like more of the rock realm and i really, you did, really loved you it. Had a guy you did it a toxic guy a yeah. dog in the dog house right somebody <laughs> member of the Paw Patrol as we like to say here on this show damn it guys are the worst yeah that's a really nice we're way we're all guilty it. yeah it's the nicest way to say it they're the worst but yeah Lavender is one of my one of my faves one of my newest ones and, and you're wearing the Lavender outfit is that because oh, of yes. the single always it's just your, it is your no, color no it's just though. my thing yeah. it's been this my favorite is. color since I was like I two like years that. old I like that you have a color mm-hmm. people need to my color is green you can't tell me what I'm wearing but I try to make it all <laughs> kind of green themed you know but enough about me more about Tori this is the Ryan Show featuring Tori K. Elena's on the mic. We're at TKK Studios right now. And we're going to play a little bit of Bee Gees. If you're listening to TKK Radio, otherwise, some Tori K. Lavender. Folks, don't go nowhere. We'll be back. Yeah. Can't live without you lately, but lately you've been acting shady I can't quench the 
wish we could keep playing the song. I'm talking about your song, Tori K. <laughs> and uh, and Lavender, wow, powerful song. On a scale of one to ten, how angry angry were you when you wrote it? Um, I would. I'm frustrated. I was. I probably passionate. Nine, I'm sorry. I gotta stop saying frustrated. No, but I honestly, I don't blame you. I yeah. brought angry up first. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, the like circumstances were kind of you know yeah, a little darker like a around the song. Yeah, it was. It, well, I also think I just got to like. It's interesting. The songs really can be taken in so many different. I love writing music where there's like kind of open ended, where it's mm. very specific for me. I go in the studio and I write about a very specific situation, mm-hmm. but then I kind of step back. Usually after I write the song, it's not even mm. on purpose. I'll step back <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh wow, people can relate to this in so many different ways." Oh, like yeah. Lavender for me was more about a relationship I was in where he didn't treat me amazing, but because I was so in love with him, I considered him my lavender. He was somebody that calmed me. So even though he was causing the chaos yeah. and all of that, he was still who I went to to calm me down. So he made mm. the problems and then fixed them. Just and that was kind of like that toxic situation. But I also so kind of, after, after I wrote the song, <laughs> I stepped back and I was like, this could be about addiction. This could be about anything of like something in your life that you love so much and you kind of need it to calm yourself down. But at the end of the day, it's also the one causing the problem. So it, it kind of that can do a lot of different very things. Toxic man. When I was actually thinking about the music video, I wanted to do it more from a, an addiction perspective mm. um, on a d- deeper link level of like a rehab almost of trying mm. to get over this person wow. yeah. um, or this thing that it's you're addicted to. It's crazy what a toxic relationship can mm-hmm. do to someone's life. Uh-huh. And on that note, that's a nice transition. Well, who's your favorite pop star? <laughs> Yeah, toxic situations. We <laughs> yeah. were just Not talking just about the song toxic. I, but I, I mean, like her whole situation. Good transition. Yes, uh, we were just talking about how like I'm probably one of the biggest Britney Spears fans. Yeah, um, I really wish I was like my age now, like in my twenties. <laughs> you would have been competing with her though. If you were I, in your, you know, or I guess, or maybe collabing. Yeah, collabing. Yeah. Honestly, I'm just such a fan. I would have yeah. loved to been. I would have loved to have been the age I am now when she was in her prime time, so I really mm. could have experienced it. Same mm. thing with like Pink, Avril Lavigne. Well, Pink's still killing it. But you know, Avril Lavigne, I was. like Alanis Morissette, <laughs> like all yeah. of those artists that I love so much, I feel like they were all popping and thriving wow. in the same period of time. That's and classic I wish- pop. I never even thought of this, girls, mm. but mm-hmm. we talk about classic rock, the Leonard mm-hmm. Skinners and mm-hmm. the Led Zeppelins and the Beatles yeah. and all that. We talk about classic hip hop. We think of Rakim, mm-hmm. we think of Lost Boys, mm-hmm. we think of some of these guys. Uh, right. But classic pop star, yeah. I guess that is Britney. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She is, that's why she's considered the pop princess. Yeah. She, yeah. Even still, oh, yeah. So what were it. your thoughts on her recent situation and the whole Free Britney thing? Were you as avid as our mm. friend Rick Tony, who spent a I know I heard he donated to the Free Britney. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm just happy for her. You know, yeah. like I think the whole situation has passed and yeah i think people need to remember it to remember what she went through but yeah. also like just let her be her like let her, her yeah. social media is a little chaotic but i'm honestly i'm still following it is i'm a little still chaotic. a fan what do you think I about still, her dancing her new yeah. dancing i love it yeah I'm i like for it too it. but i'm also kind of like that kind of toxic friend too where like you could be doing the craziest amazing stuff and Tori. i'm like go off you know amazing, so i love you you really shouldn't be doing that but with her i've just loved her so much i'm gonna love her through every single phase of life that she goes through yeah, yeah. You, it's like you can't love somebody when they're at their highest and then not love them at yeah. their lowest. That's not how it works. No. So I love her Amen. at both. You know, ain't that the truth? A real yeah. one, <laughs> a real <laughs> one. Seriously. Yeah. Wow. So Tori, 
we have a long list of people that are coming in, and we're going to have mm-hmm. you on the Ryan Show again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thank you so much I know, for having it's like, me. Fun. Yeah, thanks yeah. for finally coming on. Yes. That's right. And uh, where can they find so you? Exciting. You can find on me all on the all social media platforms. Yeah, the social medias. Um, you can find me on all my social media at Tori K Unedited. Oh, uh, you should not have given out your social media. Yeah, just the We've real around me out there. We've got psychos that listen to this program. Expect some crazies in the DMs. That's all I'm going to say. I already have them. It's okay. Yeah, you're just doing what's on Come on. Shout out to to Javon Armand. Yes, yeah, yes. Javon Connect- He's the one that really connected the dots because trust me, I tried to slide in that DM and I, <laughs> and I, did, I did not get a response. And I, uh, I was like, man, just this girl is like, I wish you were here for that conversation. I was, I was going to say, like, I don't even, I know you got just, gal- just galore. Like, I'm just because I was on his show as a cameo i've got weird dms so i can't even imagine (laughs) what kind of dms yeah yeah, i thank you for coming on we're just so honored very much again and again we just appreciate the support so much i love the vibes i would love to come back anytime this is a i this woman right here i'm telling you i'm telling you we got we got we're looking at an icon yes yeah i'm saying it britney spears is jealous this is the reason why britney spears is so damn crazy now <laughs> she's been watching Tori, Tori Kay. Kay. She's like, damn it, she's coming for my spot. She's doing these horrible dances. Exactly. Yes, so we're truly honored and it's just so great to have you here and thank you for just coming on the station. Thank you so much for yeah. having me. Absolutely. The West Coast Marathon continues yeah. and we're yeah. gonna play some more Tori K before yes. we bring Javon on here. Yeah. But what song should we play next? Mm. What's another good song mm. to help represent your brand here on the Rancho FM? You know, more of an upbeat one, less emo. emo okay. You know, uh, that's my bad. I, that's I, my bad. It was definitely in a time where I was like comparing myself to others. You know, we love social media, like mm-hmm. we, yeah. like we were talking about earlier, and mm-hmm. comparing yourself to others, and just I think it's very very easy with being able to see everybody's life or not really really even life highlight reel online. Yeah, I just like I, ha- I hit a weird moment where I was comparing myself to others, and I was like, why are they in mm-hmm. this space with their career, and where are they with that? And yeah. oh, they're on tour, and I'm like here, right. and I want to go on tour, and I want to do these things, and yeah. it's everybody's highlight reel, right? Like what yeah. I post on social media is what I want people to see. Although, that's why I have the name unedited. I feel like I do post very Mm -hmm. real stuff Mm -hmm. um, that a lot of other people do. But that's why I wrote this song. That's my bad. To literally just remind myself that I'm out here just grinding, doing what I need to do. And I'm who I am. And I can only really compete with myself. I was just going to say, who's your biggest competition? Me. Yeah. Or Britney. One of the other. Really, <laughs> uh, this is the Ryan Show. I have Tori K is in studio. Follow her at Tori K unedited. Yes. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. And we got Elena here as well. The yes. TKK Ryan Show West Coast Marathon continues. Here we, go. here we go. And let's pick something good for that. Remember, we've got two different listening audiences here. So mm-hmm. we got to switch it here. Let's go. I nope. know. We can't have that. We, have <laughs> we have to play this Put song all the Isham to the side. <laughs> Yo. If we're in California, we are going to pay a lot of homage to my man, Dr. Dre. Mm. This is Ryan Show FM. We'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back. All good things must come to an end, yes, even the West Coast Marathon. But don't worry, folks, it's not over anytime soon. We've got two whole new episodes coming up, shot in L.A. Follow us on Instagram at The Ryan Show. We'll be back at the same time and the same place next week. We love you, folks. See you soon. Peace. Peace.